Good morning. Good morning. New year, new you. I know that everyone, I'm just going to say, I'm just so grateful to be here this morning. I'm just so grateful to be here another year. Oh, that's why the last podcast we had, I did not say we have made it into 2024. Not until we have made it into 2024. But those of you that are joining us this morning, it is January the 8th, 2024. We're going to give all praises to the creator who created us, that created us with an intention, an intention to come to this planet and to be of service to all that we engage in and connect with throughout the day. Just a smile, just an intention of just wanting to just share some warm, loving energy, kind energy, generous energy with others that we will encounter throughout our day. What a blessing that you can be, that we can be. This world so needs our love, our light, our energy that is always engaging, always wanting to let people know that they are amazing, that they are enough, that their life is significant. We are all here to encourage, inspire, and motivate and support others on our journey. So you are listening to your host, Naima. The podcast is called Naima North Star, but really it's designed to help you and assist you, motivate you, inspire you to engage, to find, to search from within, to go within and find your North Star. Connect with your North Star. It's right there where you are, the great I am, the silent partner, the creator that created you so perfectly. And you're always growing and expanding, and that's what this life is about. It is about, it has everything in it. We are going to learn from our experiences, and you are such a powerful being that you can determine what you want to garner from that experience. You can call it, you can put a meaning on whatever your life has offered you in experiences. You can bring away from that to become more loving, more kind, more generous, more empathetic, more compassionate. Or you can take from an experience to become bitter, to have a reason for you not to smile, that you think the world is against you. But I'm here to share with you that you are a powerful being and you have the most powerful instrument, tool, and that's the power of choice. You can choose how you decide you are going to live your life. And our podcast is all about uplifting, encouraging, and inspiring us to know and believe that we have the power, that we have the power at every second to choose what we want to choose, how we want to experience this thing life, this thing called life. So you're listening to me on Spotify. Some of you may be listening to me on Apple, but we are here to encourage, inspire you, motivate you, set you up for success. Not just yourself, but, oh, when your cup is full, you will be able to be loving and kind and generous to others. Your friends will garner such a benefit from that. Your children will be so blessed from you feeling good about yourself. So anyway, 
With that said, those of you that have joined us this afternoon, this morning, this evening, no matter where you are on the planet, if you'd love to say good morning, good afternoon, or just good day, now is your time. Well, hello, Naima. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Mr. Marcus. How is our phenomenal artist doing this morning? Because you're on the West Coast with me, so I can say morning to you. But how are you doing? How was your vacation? How was your time off? But Fantastic. How are you doing? Excellent. Fantastic. Love hearing that. Love hearing that. Anything else you want to share real quick so we can get to others? And if you have well, something the- really good to share, just at the end of our visualization, you know, come back in and share with us okay. a longer version. But go ahead. You can share some things right now. Oh, I just just wanted to say I went to Las Vegas for a few days. Oh, how was that? Did you win some money, Mr. Marcus? Uh, I wasn't I wasn't on the I'm not really a gambler, but I did get on a slot machine for five minutes. It's been so long since I've been on a slot machine I forgot how to work it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, but you had fun. What was that? Did you have fun? I said, did you have fun? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I went to, well, visited a lot of casinos, took a lot of pictures. Oh, that's beautiful, Mr. Martin. And it was oh, cold out there. You. It was cold out there, too. I wish I had bought my heavy-duty jacket. Yeah, it gets cold. In it. I mean, it can snow, and it does snow in Vegas, but I love yeah, it. Yeah, I went one time when it was either. snowing. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, went, went, I, went. I really do. Yeah? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I went, to, I went to Las Vegas a long time ago, and it was snowing. I was, me and my mother, uh, I didn't know it snows out there. Yeah, it snows. It snows. But anyway, I'm glad you had a wonderful time, and thank you I for did. sharing your a beautiful energy with us, and thank you for con- consistently supporting our podcast. Um, so you can grow and expand and really kind of keep us here. So thank you, thank you, thank you. So is anyone else would love to share a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening? And, you know, we're going to hopefully get a couple people in here. I'd like to start at about, in maybe about eight more minutes at 945. I mean, at 845, sorry about that. So is there anyone else that would love to share something before we get into our session our podcast our good morning good is this Miss Francis from bringing Birmingham Alabama in in the house yes ma'am oh well good afternoon Francis love having you and how was your holiday New Year's it was peaceful okay well hey like I, I've shared with you many times, the most the 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 most popular prayer or the most demanded prayer is always for peace, not money, not anything else. Is this? Can you just pray that I just have some peace? So, Miss Francis, if you had peace, that's worth a that is worth everything to have a peace of mind. So we're really happy that you had a peace of mind. We also know that it was your first holiday season without your dad. So our prayers, and we're just surrounding you with love. Just always remember that, okay? Is there anyone else that would love to say good morning before we start? Okay, I'm going to mute. And those of you that are in transit, 
working. I know most of us are working and doing things, but I can feel your energy, and thanks for joining us. So I'm good morning, Hey, sis, I, I cut you off, but I'm, I, I opened the call back up. Was that my sister, my beautiful, generous sister from upstate New York? Yeah, I'm working, sis. I love you. Have a perfect call. I love you. Good morning, okay, everyone. thank you. Okay. Yep, love you. I love you, too. Thank you, sis. Thank you. Sister, I'm going to... She had a wonderful, wonderful holiday season, and so did her customers because you know she has a baking business and she was in much demand more demand than what she thought she delivered and uh, not only that she gifted other people uh, her biscuits what else her pies and her cake her orange lemon cake which she's becoming famous for uh, and and her sweet potato biscuits uh, and her regular biscuits so anyway everything that my sister does is just delicious and some of you on the call have experienced some of her baked goods, so, and you all know that she's a very generous woman, and we know that her business is going to continue continue to flourish. And also, I wanted to share not just that this is going to be an amazing 2024 for us all, but we definitely are in such gratitude that we all made it into 2024. We're going to be grateful that we are in a position to not only help ourselves, but to help other people. And we do have our prayer list or our love and light list at the end of our podcast and after our visualization, and we'll definitely call out some names. But for those of you that would love to call out names and you have not shared with me, then just text me and I'll look at my phone before I close. But today I wanted to just share with us that any unforgiveness that you may have or disagreements that you've had with people in 2023 or earlier than that in your life, why don't we just unload that this morning? So I wanted to just share this statement by Dr. Joel Pulaski. And he says, forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could have been any different. It's accepting the reality of what did happen and move on. So those of you that might be dragging unforgiveness or feeling upset about what people did and did not do for you in 2023 and beyond, this morning, let's be reminded of what forgiveness is really about. It's about you releasing any energy that is stopping you, preventing you, and blocking your good. It is clearing out your heart. Any ill feelings about anyone, knowing that any ill feelings that you hold against anyone is not doing you any good. I also like that analogy that unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. The only one that's dying and the only one that's really suffering is you. That person is gone on. They may be having a blast, and there here you sit, letting all of that negativity 
clog up the channels of good for you. So I'm going to read that forgiveness statement again. Forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past could have been any different. It's accepting the reality of what did happen and move on. And if you pay attention to highly successful people, and I'm not just talking about success in money. I'm talking about a person that's living a wonderful, fulfilling life, whether they have 10 cents or a billion. What you come away with, they are able to move on. They don't get stuck in the past. They don't get stuck with people and what they did, how they did it. They have this tendency to just let that stuff roll off their back like water on the back of a duck. They just don't let it stick with them. So when things happen and people treat you unkind or they're not giving you what you think they should be giving you, I want you just to kind of wash your hands of it and say, you know what, the infinite is my provider. And whatever I need is going to show up. It doesn't have to show up by that channel. That the universe has many channels to get me what my needs are. And one thing I'm going to do is my job to help me to become happy. Happiness and joy and peace is an inside job. And I'm going to remind myself when I'm looking for love, peace, and joy outside of myself first, I'm doing myself a great disservice and I'm dismissing the power that the Creator gave me, that I can always turn inward. I can breathe like Naima suggests. At the height of my anxiety and frustration, all I need to do is turn within and pay attention to my breathing, centering myself right back in the arms of the Most High, where I feel loved, nurtured, and cared for and cocoon with that blanket of love, that blanket of unconditional love. So as we start this 2024, let's not bring any baggage or any garbage with us of anything, any memories that may be causing you suffering. I want us all to unload those back into the nothingness from which they came. And for you to be, have so much love for yourself, that you give yourself that gift, that gift today, that I'm going to love myself enough to let go of anything and everything that's standing in the way of my peace, my joy, my happiness, my optimal health, my money, my wealth, my sense of abundance. I'm letting all of that go. So that is our assignment this morning going into 2024 is to forget. And also, um, we don't realize how much, how much that is weighing us down because the proverbial chip on the shoulder is real, is, is really heavy. So if you want to lose weight, not, not, not body weight, but mental weight, that's the best way to, to to practice that. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So you just listened to Rob, even though I had um, – thank you, Mr. Rob. We really appreciate you. 
And um, at the end of our visualization, um, I'd like for you to give out your information if you're still here. And those of you that want Rob's information about coaching, um, you can also text me. But we are going to ask him to share that information at the end of our podcast, or either he could send it to me and I will send it out to you via text. So thank you, Rob. And uh, so we're going to move on. And our quote for today is, life is not happening to you. It is responding to you. Life is not happening to you. It is responding to you. Remember, whatever is going within, it always mirrors out. You can't mirror someone else's experience. You may participate in their experience, but you can't mirror their experience outside of yourself. So your reality is really based on your personal reality, what is moving and what you're thinking and what you're feeling, and that is what's playing out in your life. And once you really get that, you'll monitor what you're thinking and feeling. And I'm not asking anyone not to have an emotional response of anger and and, and frustration because that would be unhuman. <laughs> and we are having a human experience, but we are spiritual beings. I'm just allowing, I'm just giving you information where you can become a manager and take agency over your emotional states and be clear when I am in this emotional state, what is this emotional state giving me and what is it taking away from me? Is it adding value to my life, to my health, or is it taking away my peace of mind? Is it taking away my, my health, my strength? That is what the podcast is all about, is about us learning to love ourselves unconditionally and monitor what we are thinking and what we are feeling and be a great observer of ourselves and ask no one to give us something we are not willing to give ourselves, to fill our cup to overflow, that when we leave our house or even when we're in our house, our cup is overflowing and we are giving love. We are giving grace, we're giving peace, and we're seeing the best in others because we have started to see the best in ourselves. We are becoming in love and in awe of what the creator has created so magnificently. And when you start getting confused of who you are, I want you to ask yourself, where did I come from? Where did I come from? How was I created? Where did I come from? That question will really center you and bringing back to remembrance, oh, I was created by the Most High. I'm an expression of the Most High. I am a thought in the consciousness of the Most High. How can I not be enough? How could I not go into peace? When that creative force has given me the power of choice, and I can speak life to whatever situation, I have the power to choose the words that I will speak that will give more life. It is all up to me, and it begins with me. And I'm going to be an observer of what I'm thinking and feeling, and I'm speaking collectively. I'm going to pay attention. Be mindful of what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling because I know what I'm thinking. I'm planting a seed. 
And that seed is going to create a feeling. And that feeling is going to create an action. And that action is going to create an event and an experience that I will experience today, tomorrow, or next year. But I'm always planting in this nowness of time a new experience. And because I love myself so much, I will not allow anyone to take my joy. I have the power, and I will not concede to anything that is not going to uplift me. So thank you all for coming. Thank you for listening. Thank you for participating. Those of you that participate in contributions, thank you, thank you, thank you. Those that you would love to do that, it's just paypal.me slash forward, ask Naima, and please think of our podcast. Well, we are desiring to grow even more, and we are desiring to sustain what we have, and we need your contribution to do just that. So if you've enjoyed our podcast, if you've garnered the things that I've said and put them in your toolbox for you, and it's changed your life, it's changed the trajectory of your thought patterns, the way you see yourself, the way you see your life, please think of us. Thank those of you that have invited others. I deeply am grateful for that. And those of you that are interested in my rapid transformational therapy, that is where I can definitely move into your subconscious mind, and then you can select the things that you want to download and rewire your your mind so you can start thinking thoughts organically. It's not white knuckling. It's where you just start organically start to think and feel different. And when you start thinking and feel different, your life will change. Because that's how you have the life you have now. You've created by the way you thought, the choices, the, the things that you chose to participate in, which led to where you feel, and where you feel, you're vibrating there. That's your frequency. So if you want to change your frequency, it's just like with the dial on the TV. You have to change the channel. And that's what RTT does. It can really change. It does rewire your mind to think and behave differently. So what a gift you'll be giving yourself. Those of you that are interested in that, just email me, one naima naima at gmail.com. That's the number one, naima, spelled N-A-I-M-A-H, naima naima at gmail.com. So with that said, please have your water. Those of you that need a candle to help you to focus, you want to light that right now. Get your wallet. Why do we want our wallet? Because every time we look at our wallet and our bills, we want to feel good about, we want to giggle, we want to smile, we want to lighten up that energy so it's no frustration, no stress around money. We live in an abundant universe. They're printing money even as I speak. They are digging up diamonds. There's oil being pumped. You live in an abundant universe. The stars in the sky, there's just not one star. There's just not one blade of grass. There's not one tree. There's plenty, 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 plenty. So get your water and your bill or two and have an open mind, open heart. I'm going to mute and Okay, so those of you, you can turn off your lights now. 
Anyone that has any kind of comment, please hold it to the end of our session. We are at uh, 9854, and I'd like to get into our session for those of you that may have to leave and move on with your day. And those of you that have a comment, please, at the end of our visualization, I will open up our floor or open up our podcast so you can share whatever it is that you would love to share. So just get into your space. Turn off all your electrical devices except for your phone. Dim your lights. Sit in that place where you feel just the presence of the infinite, where you feel calm, cool, and collected, your your serenity, your tranquility. Just be in that space with your back supported and your head, you know, loose. You know, just let that just be where you don't have to lay all the way back, but please have your back supported. And those of you that may be in, on a bed or in hospital, if you can, just raise the back of your bed just a little bit. And we just want to take a deep breath, feeling grateful that we're here another year, feeling grateful that we're all feeling so fortunate and blessed. But some people left on New Year's Eve, didn't even make it to 2024, almost made it. But we're still here. What a blessing that is. I'm so grateful this morning. So as you're breathing in and breathing out, drink, just drink a couple sips of water before we start. Centering yourself. I want you to pay attention to your breathing as I speak my word of absolute truth. You have endless possibilities here in this planet. You are designed like that who created you. You are co-creating with the universe itself. So I want us to put our hands over our hearts both hands over. I want you to bring in a big, big, big breath. Just breathe in the elixir of life. And you can take that into your solar plexus, into your heart chakra, all the way down into your abdomen. This is your time to set yourself up for a successful Monday or a successful week. And you have the power to do that. So as you breathe that in, you can hold it, my beloved. And then exhale. And as you exhale, I want you to think of anything and everything that's standing in the way, preventing you to have absolute peace. Just let that go with that breath. As you exhale, let go and surrender, knowing that there is a higher power that is always with you. It can lead and guide you to help you through this thing called life, this great adventure. So feeling just a little bit lighter with our hands still over our hearts. Now I want you to think of something that you're very grateful for this morning. What are you truly, authentically grateful for? And now take a breath in. 
with a smile on your face, with your body feeling lighter, and every muscle group in your body is feeling more relaxed and at ease. So breathe that breath in, bring it all the way into your heart chakra with your hands over your heart, thinking of what you're grateful for, and bringing that breath all the way into your heart chakra, your abdomen, or your solar plexus. Let's just hold that breath for just a second or two. And now breathe out, exhale. Exhale out and surrender any stress, any frustrations, beloved, any sense of hopelessness, any sense of not enoughness, anxiety, anger, sadness, regret. Just let that go with that breath. With your body feeling even 10 times lighter. In fact, you feel like you're floating. That is how much you're releasing the energy that has weighed you down. So take in another deeper breath. With your hands still over your heart, with a smile, bring in another deeper breath, bringing it in bringing it in, bringing it all the way into wherever area that is fitting for you, and hold it. And now let that breath go. Any memories, and most of our memories cause us suffering. So let those go. And say with me, as you're letting that breath go, I'm letting go of anything and everything in my mind, anything and everything in my heart, anything and everything in my body that is standing between me and my inner peace. Just exhale, let all of that go. And actually feel your body getting lighter and lighter and lighter. And feel yourself going Deeper and deeper and deeper into the silence. Feel that your neck is feeling loose, that your shoulders have dropped down maybe about two or three inches. Feel that every muscle group in your body is feeling relaxed and at ease. Feel and notice that your tongue is resting on the floor of your mouth. And as you are breathing in and out naturally, like the waves that I'm looking at in the ocean, the waves come in and the waves go out. And that's the way I want you to breathe now, just breathing in and out like the waves. And I want you to feel your body permeating with this thing called love, that you so love yourself, that you so respect yourself, that you so honor yourself. You're just feeling a sense of deep gratitude for just being here, just being in this moment with all of us, all of us creating this synergy that is really helping each one of us in this thing called life. 
and now agree with me wholeheartedly, 100%, that you deserve to feel this good. Just breathe that in. Just breathe in and out. Just feel that your whole body is being permeated. Every cell is being permeated with this thing called love. And as you are sitting where you are sitting, feeling so relaxed and at one with the infinite itself, breathing in and out harmoniously with the universe, I want you to get a real strong image of your ideal self because it all begins with you, you know. You were meant to be here. The universe has a purpose for you. Some of us know our purpose. Some of us are still searching for our purpose. But our main purpose is to learn to love. To love ourselves and then to give that love, that unconditional love to others. And then the love what we do. Whatever our gifts and talents is, know that that's our calling. And allow the universal creator that created us, allow us to use that to service, to serve man, to serve humanity. So get a strong idea of who is the greatest version of yourself. And you can do that effortlessly. Just get that vision in your head, in your vision. And every day I want you to ask the question, who would I, my ideal self be? What would I be doing as that ideal self? What would be five of my superpowers? What would my superpower be? Would it be love? That's mine. I know that's my superpower. Is it generosity? Is that your superpower? Is your superpower compassion? Is your superpower that you can connect with other people effortlessly? What is your five superpowers? How would that play out in your life? Every day, practice that vision of yourself, get in the habit of seeing yourself in that place religiously every day, habitually be your ideal self. What sense of style would you have? How would you be looking? Get that vision crystal clear. And you can start on a screen creating that vision of your ideal self. And some of us can just visualize it in our mind. It's always more powerful when it's the first person, when you're in it, when you feel yourself in it, being that person, feeling yourself becoming empowered, feel yourself being inspired, feeling yourself being overjoyed at being in that place, that space right now in this moment of time. Not in two years, not in three years, but right now. So you can future pace yourself, see yourself where you would love to be in a year. Where would you love to be in a year? What would you love to be doing in a year? And then embrace that feeling right now. 
You can close your eyes or you can look into the flicker of the flame. Or you could pick, pick a spot on the wall to stare at and listen to every word I'm going to pour into your heart this morning, into your soul. So get that vision of you being that self. Embrace that vision of you being your ideal self. And as you are sitting where you're sitting, I want you to become so aware of your surroundings. What are you hearing, beloved? What is the taste in your mouth? Feel what you are sitting on, pushed up, pressed up against your skin as you're sitting there. Feel the back being supported. Hear what you are hearing. Birds, people walking by, a car, traffic. Just be in this space. Knowing that you can create this feeling, this a wonderful, relaxing, loving feeling any time you decide. So in this space that you are in right now, feeling great, grand and glorious, as our professor always reminds us when he's on this call. You are great, grand and glorious. Who created you? That which created you knows nothing, nothing about a limitation, knows nothing about boundaries. It knows nothing about small, average, or mediocre. That creative force only knows great, grand, glorious, fabulous, phenomenal, extraordinary, exceptional, brilliant, genius, bright, magnificent. That is who you are. So as you are sitting there this morning or laying there this day with that image of yourself, the height of height of success, whatever that may be, just embrace it. Relax into it. Breathe it in and affirm it. Resonate with that image because that is what you were created to be. Breathe it. See it. Be it right in this moment. Feeling empowered right now. Feeling great right now. Feeling outstanding, exceptional right now. And you can put both of your hands down now. And you can place your palms facing up. Signaling the universe that you're ready to receive even more. We always come to the universe. That force in gratitude. Recognizing and acknowledging I already have so much. And I just want to experience more. But we never diminish or devalue what we already have. We already know that we are abundant itself. We have trillions and trillions of cells in our body. We have taken, we can't even count the amount of times that we have taken in a breath. We demonstrate abundance in our beingness. And we're just going to go to that creative force and just say, we want to experience more 
of what you have here in this dimension for me to experience. So with the highest idea, the ideal of yourself, that highest idea of yourself, that highest vision of yourself, using the power of your imagination to bring it to life, breathe life into it. And with your palms facing up, ready to receive even more of what the infinite has in store for you, with a big smile on your face, being an expectation of more good to flow through you. You are opening every channel in your beingness to allow more to flow through you, more happiness, more joy, more optimal health. More loving relationships, more monetary wealth, knowing that every need that you have has already been given. Isn't that the promise before you asked it was given? So you rejoice because you know once you verbalize it, it has already been done. So you instantly go into gratification and appreciation for receiving it and act as if you have it. Possessing it now. So breathe all of that in. So from this self, from this ideal self, knowing who and whose you are right now in this moment, decide what it is you would love to create more. Decide, choose, select. Now believe and know that you already have it in your possession. Move into seeing yourself in that place, occupying that space right now. And now feel the way you would feel in that, in that place right now. Feel it to the core of your being, down into your bones. So for those of us that are desiring health, Feel the feeling of health and ask yourself, how would I feel in optimal health? Feel the feeling now. How would I feel being in that space of optimal health? How would I feel? Relax in that. Actually feel your body being rejuvenated, replenished restored, recharged, revived, revitalized, renewed. Feel the presence of that energy force welling up inside of you. Knowing the presence, the infinite that created you is restored and has restored every cell, every atom, every fiber in your being. Restored you to optimal health. You do have a creative intelligence within you. The great physician within. So anchor yourself in the words that I'm speaking. Saturate your mind through the day with all of the words of healing and health. Ask yourself, how would I feel feeling a sense of youthfulness? a new zest for life. 
feeling in harmony with the infinite itself. Renewing your whole being right now, knowing that every cell that's being born, that's coming into form, into this realm, is coming in through this ocean of loving energy. And the 810,000 cells that are dying off, that you're eliminating every second, that you're replacing those 810,000 cells with these new cells from this ocean of love, peace, and joy. So we know it's a healthier self. So embrace that and see yourself be doing and having all the things that you would love to be doing have in that healthy body and in that healthy mental state of being. Just see it and feel it and feel it real. Just breathe that in. Resonate with that. Get on the same page as that. All of those words that I've said. Feel your body actually responding to every word said. Feel your body actually being rejuvenated, restored. Feel that new zest for life welling up inside. And remind yourself throughout the day of the words and the feelings. And oh yes, feel grateful. Feel a sense of deep gratitude for every breath you take and every breath you exhale. In that exchange, it's demonstrating you give and then you receive. You give a breath. You take a breath. And that transaction is in everything we do. We give love. Oh, and receive love. We give abundance. And we receive abundance. We give kindness. Breathe it in and we receive kindness. And just let that resonate in every cell of your body. Focus on what you want more than what you don't want. Think less negativity and just think more positivity. Think more of what you desire. Pay less attention to what that you do not want. But where you place your attention, energy flows. Not only does energy flows, but that's where you're planting your seeds. And that is the harvest, the garden that you will grow. So be mindful and be an observer of what I am thinking. And when the thought I know is not going to produce the events and the experiences in my life that I desire, choose and select something different, something healthier. So get that vision in your head of you being in that state of health and talk to your body. Demand, command, compel, direct, instruct your body to go back to its original DNA coding. 
There is a network of intelligence within your body and every cell that is always listening to you and responding. And you speak your word. Say to your body, absolutely perfect. Every cell is pure and perfect. Every system in my body is working perfectly. My nervous system, my immune system, my skeletal system, my digestive system, my metabolic rate, my body ability to heal itself, my memory, my eyes, my concentration, my focus. I'm commanding my DNA to go back to its original DNA coding. I'm speaking life to myself throughout the day. So let's just bring all of that in. Let it resonate. Let it vibrate. Let that take up residence in your mind, in your subconscious mind, and in your body. And let's just breathe it in and breathe out. Those of you that are desiring happiness and peace, that is totally an inside job. So see yourself in a peaceful state, in a happy state, in a joyful state. And just don't let anybody steal your joy, your peace. Don't engage with people that love the drama. It wants to come and tell you something about someone or something that's going to disturb your peace. Just disengage with all of that. Listen, let it just go in one ear and out the other. And think on those things that you desire. See yourself in the places and spaces you would love to occupy in those happy, peaceful moments on a vacation, on a trip with your loved ones, doing a dance, singing, at a party, sitting at home with your loved ones, watching TV with just yourself, feeling just the joyfulness, just being with you. You know, I love my company. We all can love our own company. Once you have peace of mind and you know where to go within, you don't need to be entertained. And you can be entertained every once in a while, but that's not where our happiness and peace and joy is. It, we bring ourselves to wherever we go. So just be in that space right now, the peace that transcends all understanding. What does that mean? That means that no matter what's going on in the exterior of where you are, that the infinite is letting you know that there's a place that you could go within, that that peace is beyond understanding. That I always can go to that place. That space no matter what is going on in this world, I can bring the peace because the peace is within me. So let us all go there this morning, knowing that the universe, knowing that the world is really being blessed.
because our energy is waving over your home. Our energy is waving through our walls, moving into our neighbor's houses, to people that are walking on the street. It's going all over your city, your town, your state, and then that wave is going out all over the world. And people are actually feeling our love, our peace, our joy, our happiness, because energy never dies. It's continuous. So you are an energy creator. You are creating these feelings, and whatever feeling you're creating is waving out beyond you, never to die. So you are important. You're very important to humanity. And what we do here every Monday, the world needs it. And it always needs it because the world is always having chaos somewhere. And some of us are having chaos within our own homes. So we really, when we do this work within, oh, what an asset you are to your home, to your children, to your mother, to your father, to society. That is how important you are. Because we are all exchanging energy. Wherever we go, we are exchanging energy, energy that heals or energy that's toxic. But we all here choose to exchange energy that heals, that uplifts, that allows people to show their light, their spark, let their light shine, giving them permission to be who the creator created them to be. So they'll love being in your presence because you acknowledge their light. You see their greatness. You're seeking to love them. You're seeking to see the best in them, not to criticize them. And they can feel it. Oh, when I look into that person's eyes, I feel good because the person is looking at you and seeking and seeing the best in you. Seeing the best in you. So let's just breathe that in. Those of you that are desiring a home or a car, just see yourself in those spaces and places doing all the things that you would love to do. See it. The car, the color, interior, exterior, the house, what you would love in furniture, kitchen, bathroom, bedroom, outside, backyard, side yard, front yard, doors. Faucets that you would love in your house. Just see it all detailed. They say when you visualize, the more detail you can put into your visualization, the more it will objectify itself in this space, in this realm. So learn to detail out your vision using the power of your imagination. So just see yourself in those places and spaces Having fun, whatever that means to you, whatever that you would want to do in that experience, with whom you would love to do it with, just see yourself in your beautiful home, your apartment, your condo, and your car. 
and breathe that in. Those of you that are desiring prosperity, remember we use our money as a tool. So that tool of money, before we want to go into how you would utilize it and become philanthropic with it, how much money would you love? Be telling out. Write it down on a piece of paper. And then ask the universe, oh, what do I, what actions do I need to take immediately, like right now? Not how am I going to accumulate all that money. That's the business of the universe. But what are some actions I can take towards accumulating that amount of money? Do I need to invest in myself to hone my skills? What are some of the actions I need to take in order to create that amount of wealth for myself? Those of you that brought your wallet, I want you to see your wallet being crammed and jammed, seeing your hands putting money in your wallet. And as you're doing that, just giggle and laugh. Make it fun. So every time you see your wallet, you just end up bring a smile to your face. So just see yourself putting $100 bills, $50 bills, $20 bills, just forcing those bills into your wallet, into your purse, into your briefcase, suitcase, into your cookie jar. You rolled up your $100 bills, your $50 bills, you put a rubber band on them, and then you placed them in that cookie jar. Look over in the cookie jar at all of those rolls of money. And how would that make you feel? Feel yourself feeling wealthy. Feel yourself in a sense of plenty. Feel yourself in abundance right now. Feel the feeling of wealth, abundance, prosperity right now. Now I want you to think of who would benefit by you reaching your goals. Who would be the beneficiary of you reaching your goals? Actually see the amount of money on your bank statement in your mind using the power of your imagination. See the amount of money you would love to have in your savings account. And those of you that call the automated systems to check on your accounts, I want you to hear the amount that that automated system would share with you in your savings account, in your checking account. Hear it vividly. Hear it audibly right now. What would she, what would that voice share with you how much money you had in your account? And then think of all the people that would benefit, all the organizations that would benefit, all of the foundations that would benefit, your children, your mother, your father, your aunts, your uncles, your church, your synagogue, your mosque, your kingdom hall. See yourself actually giving them the check. And that person, they're smiling at you and telling you how grateful they are that you're contributing and how much your money has benefited the homeless, 
how much your money has fed, how many people that they fed. How many children you helped finish college with no or little debt? Hear what you would love to hear by your giving. Feel it real right now. How would you feel impacting another person's life like that? Operation Smile, which is dear to me, and they send me pictures all the time of the before and after, the cleft mouth and the child that now can smile. I can't tell you how that brings tears to my eyes because children can be very cruel. So these little kids go from monsters, if the little kids are calling them, making fun of them, into having a smile and now just being a normal kid. So what makes your heart sing and see the pictures that they or either the information that they share with you on how your dollars, how your dollars are in another person's life, the quality of another person's life, you're impacting, and those people you'll never meet physically, because your money can go where your feet will never plant, you'll never step on that land. Your money can go to places and spaces that your physical body may not ever go. That is how powerful you become. And you can use and monetize your gifts and talents because the universe has given us many gifts and talents and skills. So just ask yourself, what do I need to do to hone my skill or what do I need to do to market my skill, to let people know where and who I am and what I can contribute to their life? And breathe that in. Beloved, those of you that are desiring success with your business, see yourself in that space with a very, very successful business, a very successful business. What would you be doing throughout the day? See that ideal self, that successful self being in that space. Who would you love to work with? See yourself in that space with that person. Use the power of your imagination. Who would you love to work with? And if you don't know, just ask the universe, align me with the perfect people. Align me with the perfect opportunities. Align me with the perfect job. Align me with the perfect whatever. The universe can do that for you when we don't know. And most of the time when we go out and try to create something, it usually turns out differently anyway. But you just need to take the first step. What is the first step? Visualize what it is you desire and feel that you're in that place right now. The power of visualization is amazing what it can do. It's like a shortcut. While other people are doing a whole lot of actions trying to change the exterior, you're doing the work that the masters have done, the interior. There's no way that Bezos could work hard, hard, hard to get the kind of money that he has. He's working in another way. 
Yes, he's taking ashes, but just think of the ashes that you would have to to take to make a billion dollars if you think you had to do it by your sweat of your brow. No. Tesla. Mm -mm. They're doing it a different way. They're visualizing what it is that they're desiring. And ask any creative person. Ask Marcus before he puts the paint on the canvas. He's already got an idea of what he wants to project on that canvas. It's the same thing with you, projecting the canvas of the universe, your life. What do I want my life to look like? And the brushes that you're going to use is the power of your thought. Every brush that you're, every swipe, every brush, everything that you're doing is through the power of your mind. What you're thinking about, what you're visualizing, using the imagination. So on the canvas of the universe, with every thought, letting that be your paintbrush. Paint on that canvas what it is you want your business to become, but be it now. Be your business at that level now. See when you get up in the morning, go into your computer and the demands for your services, people are trying to contact you. You even get text on your phone. So imagine your screen on your phone being filled with the request of whatever it is you're sharing and offering, your books, your music. Yes, Miss Johnny Proby. Yes, Chisholm. Yes, Professor your book, yes, Eunice, your book, yes, Sadler, your book, yes, Naima, your book, yes, Iris, your book, yes, Ashton, your book. Who else has a book? So many of you. Yes, Nikki, with your music. Yes, Linda, with your successful real estate business. Yes, Medina, with your production business. Yes, Jocelyn, with your production business. Yes, Angie Bay, yes, with your music and with your business adventures. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Carla, see yourself being in great demand. Jacqueline and Dawn and Diamond, seeing your students, your third grade students outperforming all the rest of the students because you three are great third grade teachers. Dawn and all in Long Island, Diamond and Mississippi, Jacqueline in upstate New York. And Juan, yes, yeah, see your tailoring business. You just have so much business you can't even keep up with it. So all of you have to hire a personal assistant. See you all being very, very successful. And John, yes, see yourself in Greece. See yourself taking your business to Greece. See your dream become fulfilled. And Rodney, see yourself attracting to yourself the most amazing opportunity that you just have to stand back and wonder. Willine, see yourself in your day trading, trading so many trades and making so much money that it's astounding to you. Courtney, Daphne, see yourself at the heights of heights of your success. And Ferrari, see yourself in such peace, joy, and happiness. 
and prosperity. All three Chevelles, you all do the same. And Mr. Marcus, see your artwork just being in high demand. How would that make you feel? Oh, and Wilda, be your business, flourishing, helping so many people fulfill their dream of finishing their book. What a great service you are to humanity. And Francis, see all of your ideas, all of your goals, all of the things that you desired and have on your list. See all of it manifested right now. Eunice, Eunice, see your businesses flourishing, doing exceptionally well. And you too, Shirley, all the people that you help get jobs, great opportunities, Shirley, you get people. So see yourself, even your agency, doing even more this year. Naya, see yourself singing all over the world if that's what you desire. And Joan, see yourself really sharing your gifts and talents. Alex, see yourself getting promoted because you're doing such a great job at what you're doing now and seeing yourself at peace. All of us, all of us that have a business with the highest integrity, ask the universe, what are some of the things I can do to grow my business? What are some of the things I can do for me to be even better at my craft than I was yesterday? Help me to do what my purpose is here on this planet. And my purpose is to live my life to its fullest capacity. Ask the universe, how can I do that? How can I be so purposeful in my living that I feel my calling to capacity, that I leave nothing behind, I give it all, knowing that my business is just my vehicle that's allowing me to work or share my mission with others. That's what our business is about. It's just a vehicle to allow us, to allow the universal energy that lives within us to fulfill our calling here. To be a service to man. So feel that real, all of us. Feel all of our business flourishing. And that we are monetizing and being compensated correctly for your services. Feel yourself being in abundance. And ask yourself, how would I feel with that? with my success, with my business being that successful? How would I feel with my business being that successful? Feel it real. Think from the desired state. Isn't that what Neville Garvey suggests for us to do? The mind doesn't know the difference between real or imagined, and the universe is responding. You don't even have to believe that you can create the dream that you are desiring. But if you take the first step, the universe is waiting to assist you. 
It's aligning everything that you need to bring that thing into fruition, into this dimension. And it will objectify itself in its own strange way. We never have to get involved in the how. All we need to do is to dream the dream. Create the vision. Isn't that what is said in some of those spiritual books? Man must have a vision or he will perish. That is for sure. You must have a vision of yourself. And we've already started where it all starts. And that's with you. I've asked all of you to create the highest expression, highest ideal of yourself. And then to be in that state. Ask yourself throughout the day, how would I react in this situation if I was that person? If I was that successful, happy, joyful, prosperous person, where I am right now, dealing with what I'm dealing with right now, what, how would I be responding? And I would be proactive, not reactive. What are some of the actions I would be taking on a daily basis if I was that successful, happy, prosperous, abundant, phenomenal, extraordinary being that I was created. And I know that if I continue to be in that space pretending, after a while I won't be pretending anymore. I will become that. Ask any actor, any great actor. They're not acting. They are actually that character. I've listened to many, many, many interviews with actors. And the greatest actors that I really admire and connect with, and you, when you look at them on screen, you don't see them anymore. You just see the character. They're not acting. They're actually in that space. They're actually in that emotion. And that's why you feel it. Because they're in the reality of it. And then they're sharing that reality with you. And you can do the same. Some actors say that they take on the character so much, it takes them a year or two to weed themselves off out of that character. They have become it so much that it takes them a while to disassociate themselves from the character to go back to themselves. But they really never can. They never can go back to the real, the person that they were before they took on that character. The residue of that character is definitely still in them somewhere because they downloaded it into the subconscious mind. And you can do the same. You can step into the vision that you have of yourself, become that successful character, and keep pretending and keep pretending, keep pretending until all of a sudden you feel it real. Breathe that in. I have a client now that I watch him every once in a while. He's my Facebook friend. And remember I shared with you before he was going to quit the business, movie-making business. He had a baby and a wife, and he said, how can I do this? And most of you know that story. Well, now I see him. I see him on boats, and I see him sitting there, the water in the background, and I see him smoking a cigar. And I smile, I said, because I know he visualized that before. That's where he wanted to be when he was in Philly, cutting hair. 
I know that his vision of himself was to be in Hollywood creating film, movies, and TV shows and sitting back and and smoking a cigar. And when I see him do that and I see him on boats, I just laugh. I said, I don't. Because about three, no, probably about five years now, he called me. He was going from New York. He was going from Philly to New York. And he called me in transit. He says, Naima, I'm in the dream. It's no more dream. I'm in the reality. All of us are able to do that. So be that person that you created this morning or this afternoon or this evening, wherever you are on the planet. Create. You've created her. You've created him. Bold, courageous, phenomenal. Just keep being in that being. I invite you to do this throughout the day. I invite you to be in the dream until the dream is demonstrated into your reality. So breathe that in, beloved. It's the truth. It is the truth. Man is who he is is because he's thinking a certain way. When I say man, I'm talking about man or woman. You become who you think about. You become what you think. What are you thinking about yourself? I'm giving you an opportunity to let the old man die. Let go of the old man, the old woman. You must, in order to become the new man, the new woman, you must embrace them now, right now. And garner the things that you need to garner from that past you. Congratulate that past you for doing all the work to get you to this point right here with no regrets. Everything that I've done led me to this point, so I'm grateful for it all. I'm grateful for the journey. Say that to yourself. I am grateful for my journey because each step led me here to hear the truth of how much power I have over my life. And it all begins with me. Oh, Naima, you're right. All of the avatars, the prophets, the spiritual teaching, the books, whether it was Think and Grow Rich, <laughs> how many books have you read? How many sermons have you listened to? How many motivational speaks have you listened to? How many retreats have you been on? All saying the same thing. Is it done unto man as he believes? What are you believing? What are you believing? The way to know what you're believing is to just to look at your life. That shows you your truth. Harsh as it may sound, not unless you're in a really good place. 
but to say every decision I've made has led me here. And in order for me to create something different, I must think different. And I must think different in my subconscious mind. Because my subconscious mind at this point is just on automatic. It's just been doing what it's been doing. What did Einstein say? The same mind that created the problem is not the same mind that can solve it. True. The same mind will only create what you created in the past. And you've read all the books. You've gone to all of the seminars, the workshops, the retreats, the churches, synagogues, mosques. You've gone to all of those places. You go to church, synagogues, and mosques, mostly for healing. Because you have situations that you're trying to figure out. But nothing will change until your subconscious mind changes. Because that's on autopilot by now. You've been thinking the same way for so many years. And now it's just it's automatic. That's why I'm encouraging you to be conscious. Think about what you're saying. Observe how you're reacting. And if you change it in the moment, you'll be training training your subconscious mind. Oh, no, I don't want to react that way anymore. I want to do it this way. I caught myself. I'm choosing to do it this way. I'm choosing to think that way. I'm not going to just be on autopilot all the time. When people speak to me, I'm just not going to hit back like automatic like I used to do. No, I'm going to have some restraints. I'm going to control the most important person in my life, which is me. So let's just breathe that in with a big smile on your face, I know. A big smile on your face. Rejoicing that I let the old, old man, woman go of lack and limitations and thinking there was boundaries and places and spaces that I could not occupy. I've let, I've let that being go. I started off the, the call of this podcast with forgiveness. And I've let go of people that I've had hanging around in my heart, stopping my good. I've let that go. I freed myself this morning. I freed myself to live my most fulfilling life. And I'm ready to do that right now. So let's just breathe that in. And those of you that brought your hand there, you can grab your hand there now. Just let what I said resonate with you. You let go a lot of things this morning. And you brought in a lot of good stuff. And just pay attention to your breathing. Just breathe in and breathe out. And you're just thinking about what you require in your life. Remember, we're not wanting here. We're not longing here. We know that everything is available to us. And we're requiring certain things to manifest and demonstrate and unfold in this beautiful thing called life. And we've opened our hearts. We've opened our minds this morning to allow it to flow through us perpetually. Like Niagara Falls that I'm looking at right now, I can see it today. Remember, two weeks ago, it was so foggy, you couldn't see Niagara Falls. 
but I have it live on my computer as I'm speaking to you. It reminds me of my good flowing to me. That's what I wanted to remind you of. Get something that's symbolic to reminding you throughout the day. The universal force that created you is always showering you with so much of everything that all your needs are met. So as you've gotten your mirror, first I want us to anyone that would love a partner. I want you to visualize that partner right now. Anyone that would love to repair their relationship with their children, their mates, their bosses, their supervisors, whatever, I want you to see yourself laughing and talking and having so much fun with those people. Just one, just one person that you would love to repair the relationship with or have a better relationship, a healthier relationship. See that relationship right now full and full bloom. What you doing all the things that you would love to do with that person. See yourself laughing, having fun, getting a cup of coffee, having going to happy hour, going out to dinner, going to the beach. Just see yourself getting along with that person so wonderfully. How would that make you feel? Well, you're planting that seed right now. And if you keep planting that seed and get rid of the old, stop rewinding that old image and the old experiences, but tell yourself what you want, what you would love to have, what kind of relationship you would love to have. And just keep rehearsing that over and over and over again. Just keep look, looking that in your mind, seeing that in your mind, that loving relationship that you're desiring. That person that just loves you to pieces or loves you together. That person that just loves you to your bones. That person that admires you, respects you, that tells you, oh, mom, oh, husband, oh, wife, oh, employee, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Wouldn't you love to hear that? We really appreciate you. I've never counseled anyone that wanted to leave anyone it said they want to leave them because they felt so appreciated and loved. Never. But just ask the universe, what can I do to love this person today? What can I do to create harmony in this relationship? Oh, the universe will give you what you ask. What can I do? What can I say? What actions can I take to repair this relationship? Not through manipulation. Just by sheer authentic desire to connect with that person. And ask the universe to help you. Help you to release all the old memories. Keep them at bay. Because say to the universe, I'd love to create new memories with my loved one. I don't know how much longer I have to live on this planet. But the loved ones that I have around me, I would love to have a loving well-balanced, healthy relationship with these people that I can't get rid of. They're in my space, and I don't want to get rid of them. 
I want to get along with them. I want to have a healthy relationship, a healthy, balanced relationship. Feel that feeling. See it in your imagination. Now, all the things that you would love to do with that person and all the things that you would love to hear, all the loving conversations, whatever that would be, hear it now. And breathe that in. And those of you that brought your mirror and those of you that didn't, it's okay. You can keep your eyes closed or you can keep looking in the flicker of the flame. But those of you that brought your hand mirror, bring them really up to your eyes. And I want us to say, I forgive you and say your name. Say, I forgive you and say your name. And breathe that in. No regrets. You did the best that you knew at that time. And when you knew better, you did better. So give yourself some grace for that thing that you just can't forgive yourself. You did 15, 20, or yesterday. Give yourself grace. The universe already has. It's giving you another day, another moment. To create something different. To use that time, that energy to do just that. Let the past go. Let the past go. Let the past go. Ask what can I learn from my past. If you want to utilize your past to do something purposely for it, for it with it, ask what did I garner from that experience? It helped me to become kinder, more empathetic, more compassionate, less egotistical, less wanting to be right. I've given up the desire to be right, and I replaced it with the desire to love. I replaced it with the desire to connect. I replaced it with the desire to have peace. So do I want to be right, or do I want peace? Do I want joy? Do I want more love? So see the relationship full bloom. See yourself forgiving yourself this morning. Now let's say it one more time. And say your name. I forgive you. Let that go deep this morning or this afternoon, this evening, today, let that go deep that you truly forgive yourself. All the things that you would have, should have, could have, would have done, all of that, just let all of that go, beloved. Just let all of that go. And just truly, truly, truly give yourself grace. The universe has. You have another minute here. You got this second to make something new, to create something more to your liking. Now I want you to look deeper, deeper in your eyes and say, I you. <laughs> say it. Sometimes you cry and that's okay. Sometimes you cry when you say, I forgive you. And say it again. I love you and say your name. 
I'll never diminish you again. I'll never disrespect you again. I will know my boundaries. I will tell people their boundaries with me. I will not leave my, I will not have myself last. I will put myself first. I will learn how to say no. I won't try to be everything to everybody till I give myself out and I have nothing left. Oh, no, not today. I'm coming into a new agreement. I love myself. So let's say it again. I love you. Breathe that in. Breathe it in. Let it take up residence in every cell in your body. Be so enamored with yourself. Be so in awe with yourself. Not in an egotistical way, but in a spiritual way. And I'm such a miracle. There'll never be anyone like me ever again. Even if I have a twin, my twin isn't like me. I'm an individual. I am unique. I am uniquely made. Even if they clone me, they won't have my consciousness. They may have a similar body. They won't have my consciousness. I am me. I am the wonderful me. I'm the phenomenal me. Breathe that in. Let's say it one more time. I love you. And breathe that in. I love you. Oh, yes, I do. You are magnificent. Keep looking in that mirror. I deserve the best of the best. I was brought here to this universe to experience life in all of its fullness. The heartaches, the pain, the dissatisfactions, the frustrations, the anger, the sadness, all of it. I'm to experience all of it. That allows me to have a human experience that I learn greatly from. That I garner so many, so much knowledge from that I couldn't have got it any other way. Oh, yes, infinite intelligence. I am grateful for the path I've taken. I've learned a lot about myself through every experience. And now that I know who I am and how much power that I have, I'm going to wheel my power like all the super superheroes that are really us. All the people that were in the Bible that were flawed. That's the universe telling us. That in being flawed, we are developing and growing and expanding into more loving beings. So let's breathe that in. Just really appreciate your journey, your failures, which you feel is a failure, which are just was just opportunities for you to learn something. It's all they were for. 
for you to learn something. So I want you to appreciate you to the fullest. Because you know when you appreciate you, you know appreciation creates more than you appreciate. And feel that something wonderful has happened to you this morning. That you have become the new man, the new woman. That you are going to be more mindful of what you're thinking. Because you know that I am a powerful co-creator in this life of mine. And because I love myself so unconditionally, I'm only willing to create more love, more joy, more peace, and more prosperity and live an abundant life. And when I mean abundant, I mean abundant in every area of your life because that is the abundant life. It's not in one category. It's in all of the categories. So you're just going to let go of anything and everything that has stood in your way to complete happiness and joy and prosperity. And you've stepped into the new person, the new person that loves you, that appreciates you, that sees your light, that allows your light to shine so bright, like Professor Karimu reminds us, sometimes that our light will shine so bright, others will have to wear sunglasses around us. But that is beautiful because you will allow them to shine their light by you shining yours. So breathe back in, beloved. And just keep loving on yourself. Just keep loving those of you you want to hug yourself. Please do that right now. You can put your mirrors down and hug yourself. And as you're hugging yourself, being in that space of great appreciation for the most important person in your life, you, I'll just say our announcement. But you can just stay in that space feeling good about you. Mm-hmm. I just want to remind all of us that there's another call that's every morning at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And that call is called the Oath of Manifestation. And that's where this call, this podcast came from, was originated from. So I'm eternally grateful for all of my family at the Oath of Manifestation call. And they share, they set their table with this kind of truth and wisdom every day. And those of you that would love to visit them, participate, and just feasting on that great food for thought, that wisdom, that unexpected good in every form, you can do that by calling. The number is 213-233-3999. That's 213-233-3999. And that's 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time every morning. And we're just going to send a lot of love and light to Iris and Maurice, seeing them in divine perfect health and in peace. Sending you lots of love and the Gordy family. And let's send some love and light to my brother Steve and Bonnie. And Steve was in the hospital yesterday or the day before yesterday, and he's back at his rehab place now, doing much better. So thank you, thank you, thank you for keeping them and sending them love and light. And I'd like to share 
The same thing, let's send some love and light to Miss Johnny Proby and her family. You know, her sister is in hospice. So let's send them a lot of love and light. And who else do we have? Oh, let's share some love and light to Sherry and Frida. Seeing them in divine perfect health. Yes, indeed. And we're going to send some love and light to Mr. Sadler. He may be listening, but we love you, Sadler. Send you lots of love and light. And Nikki, sending you some love and light as well. My daughter, Agina, that her eye appointment, which is tomorrow, will be an unfold perfectly for her. And if you want to say anyone else's name, you can do that right now. We can feel it. We can hear it through the ether. And I'm going to open I'm not going to open up the call because sometimes people have background noise. Those of you that would love to share um, demonstration, manifestation, or have a question or just want to share, please just star six yourself and come in. And we'll wait. The star six yourself. Well, thank, you. Well, thank you very much for the call, Naima. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Marcus. You're more than welcome. I want to say, uh, all that analogy you made about, uh, imagine that your goals are already accomplished and, you know, in the form of an actor. <laughs> and that's a great analogy. That one really caught my attention. Oh, thank you, Mr. Marcus. I really appreciate you letting me know that that resonated with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate all that you do. Thank you so much, and thank you for coming. And I'm so happy you had a wonderful um, vacation. I did. I went. I went down to the strip. I went down to the strip. Mm -hmm. I went to uh, Sam's place and Fremont Street. And what did you do down there? Just walk around, or go to the? I just walked around and and took pictures. And and down uh down in Fremont Street they had a lot of bands going on. There was a lot of concerts. Kind of cold. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was like it was crowded down there. It was like a sea of people down there. Wow. And there's a lot of and, and it was all kind of music. I've never seen Huh? All was all, kinds, all of kinds of music. Yes, I've never seen so many bands in one place. Wow. So about how many bands were they, Mr. Marcus? I think there was like 10. Wow. And what they they just had them in different places so you could actually hear what each band was playing instead of just hearing a whole bunch of noise? Yes, exactly. Excellent. Excellent. And did you go with anyone or did you just go solo? I went solo. I I actually drove down there. It It was a nice drive down there. Was there any traffic coming back? Yes, I did catch some traffic coming back. Yeah, I saw some traffic coming back. I mean, I saw some traffic. I don't know if it was a uh, was an accident or not, but they had it on the news, and they people were just out of their car. They they weren't even in the car. That's how it, it, the, it wasn't moving at all. 
and they just got out of their car and was standing by their car talking to other drivers. So I'm glad that you didn't have as much traffic, right? Yeah, actually, I guess I, I guess I came back. Actually, I came back just before uh, New Year's Eve, so I guess I missed a lot of the traffic. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. But I love and the I drive tell out you, there. Mm-hmm. I wanted to tell you, I went to that uh, that new attraction, the Sphere. That thing is something. And so what was going on in there? Do they have stores, or what do they have in that thing? Well, it's, well actually, it's a show. Uh, it's kind of, okay. it kind of reminds you of a planetarium. It's, uh, they got a bunch of seats in there and okay. they cast all these images on the ceiling uh, of nature. Okay. Ooh. And, and they actually have a, they actually have an AI robot you can talk to in there too. Okay. Well, I just hope that they, that the AI, when they start taking over, they'll be kind to us and not say, you know, these, <laughs> That's what I'm always thinking about because man has has the issue with getting along with each other. And that's why on this podcast, I'm always just emphasizing, let's just be love, just be love walking. Let's just spread the love and the joy. Uh, because I kind of think the same way about AI, too. Right? When I get an AI to do something for me, I think it like a real person. Wow. Wow. I haven't. I haven't done that yet, but I'm, I, I will definitely. I'm looking forward to having an engagement with the. The technology the is, sure. is amazing. Technology is amazing. Wow. Yeah. I just hope that it, it won't stop us from thinking for ourselves, you know, and, and relying on a machine or a system to, to create things. Because man is at that. its height, is cre- we're creative beings. And then if you're going to just sit in front of a computer and say, I want to write a book, this is what I want to write about, I mean, it's almost like taking the heart out of it, you know? Because the machine can only do so much, but I don't think a machine can infuse the kind of passion, the kind of feeling that you need when you're doing something artistic. Um, You're, you know, because... They, I just don't think that they can transmit that feeling, that energy, because that energy is solely out of out of human beings, because we're spirits. So, um, but I, I think That's it has true. its place. I think it has its place. But I just know that man is creative, and when we, because we're already in a dangerous place where we, uh, where instead of a lot of our young people, it doesn't matter now, that could be working on and letting their creative juices be activated. They're on a computer. They're engaged with some toy, with some game that they're doing with the little, with the little uh, machine in their little hands and they're touching buttons, and they're not a- interacting with other people. And that's how you become, have a healthy state of mind is through connecting with other beings. That's why third world countries, they don't have as many depressed people as we have in the Western world. And because they have a sense of community and that keeps them mentally healthy. And so when you have AI 
uh, that's just another thing that that's just another thing that I think that takes us from community and helps us to be even more isolated. But like I said, I believe that it has its its place. But man was created to be like its creator, and the creator who created us is create is a creative force, and we must continue to be creative people in order for us to allow human to have humanity continue in a certain way. But I'm glad I that agree. you had a thing. <laughs> Thank you, but I think I'm glad that you had an excellent time because you're so deserving. All of us are. I want us all to realize we are so deserving uh, that whatever our requirements that we want for our lives, I steer away from wanting. Wanting is is okay, but I want you to realize that you are requiring certain things because that is the language of the universe is desire, and you're if what you're desiring is not hurting anyone but actually going to help it, help people. It doesn't matter if you want five cars. I'm sure that there is a salesperson that would love for you to contact them that you need five cars or if you need two houses or a house because it is it our money and what we're doing is just circulating. This is circulating. Whatever I do is circulating into your life some way. We're all responding and we're all connected. And my desire and what I've emphasized over the years is that your dream is someone else's prayer. And for you to realize your dream will be the prayer answered for that person that's requiring whatever it is that the universe is going is is using you for because we're only being used here. We're just the channel. We're not creating anything. The creation is coming through us. And it's coming through from another dimension and in the and a higher higher much higher intelligence than man but um and you can always tell and you're an artist Marcus, so you know when you get in front of your 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 canvas, it becomes an expression, and that expression is coming through you, and music as well, yeah. So thank you. Thank you for sharing. We really appreciate you. You're welcome. Appreciate you. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you. I'm, I, I so appreciate that. That's why, we, that's why we do this every Monday, wanting us to live our most wonderful lives and take no thought about tomorrow, take no thought about the future, knowing that we're always in the now, as long as we are being conscious of what we're thinking and what we're saying and what we're doing, we know that we're planting seeds in the ground in the subconscious mind in in the ether that are going to manifest more of what we're desiring. Yes, indeed, especially if it's in that in that vibration in that frequency. Yeah. So um, thank you for allowing me to do what I love to do, and that's inspiring. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Is there anyone else who would love to have a comment? If you do, yeah, this is this is Professor. And hey, hi, yeah, Professor. How are you? And thank you very much for the call. And I couldn't help but chuckle when uh, Mr. Marcus said, uh, "Often he says uh, thank you in response to the AI." It must be a Pisces thing, Marcus, because I do the same thing sometimes. <laughs> 
you say thank you to Well, I say thank you to Siri. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. when I'm doing things, then she might, I'll ask her, I'll say the definition of this word, and then she'll tell me. And I say thank you, Siri. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I say thank you. So I think that's our upbringing. But, you know, we were the generation, most of us, I think a lot of us on this call, we were the generation that played hopscotch and we had to share the ball. Um, we played with other kids, went to the, you know, went to the playground and we were taught to say thank you. You're welcome. You know, courtesy. We were taught. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know, and I don't know if every mother is doing that um, now. I just know that I read a report not long ago where children now are not being hugged and touched that much. And that's becoming a problem <laughs> as they grow up. Um, but there's a report, uh, especially in in the ethnic, in the, specifically in the black community, the report was saying that we're not hugging our children that much and giving them affection. So um, if any of you have children or any of you know of people that have children and you can share that with, that sentiment to them, uh, share with them, hug hug your kids. Hug, hug your kids and make them feel secure and special. So, Professor, um, what did you do over the holiday? Anything special? Um, uh, yeah, I entertained a lot at my house. I, you know, I'm really into Kwanzaa, so I did about three or four Kwanzaa celebrations here at the house. And it was just a very, very, very nice holiday, uh, spent with family and friends. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I saw, I think I saw a couple of those Kwanzaa celebrations and you were standing by the table. Yes, yes. I, I, oh, and then your, I mean, in your outfits, I mean, you are just flawless. I said, look at the professor. He is just looking awesome, amazing, and all of your beautiful attire. I mean, did some of those come from Africa from your trips? Yes. Uh, um, yeah, the one uh, that wore during Kwanzaa most of the time uh, came mm-hmm. from uh, Nigeria. Yeah, beautiful. You know, um, our beloved Chisholm is from Nigeria. Yeah, he's from Nigeria. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I've spoken yeah. to him on phone. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. And he's such a just a beautiful, beautiful person. And so we want to send out some love and light to him and his family. His mom is going back to work. She had, uh, you know, a little health issue. But she's going back to work, I think, in about a week. So we're going to send you some love and healing uh, for your family, Chisholm, and your father. And hope we're going to pray and know that his father is going to, because he wants to come from Africa and come here with his family. So we're praying that that will happen for them very soon. So thank you, Professor. Are you complete? Yes, I am. All right. And thank you. We We love hearing your voice. And at the top of the at the top of the show today, um, I, I hope you heard what we, our, our assignment was to forgive, just not drag any anything or anybody into this year that we, that we, that doesn't bring us joy and happiness, okay, and health. So those of you, is there anyone else that has a comment or demonstration? 
anyone else. Okay. Or touch yourself if you do. Hey, okay, who's who's speaking? I kind of heard something. It's Johnny Proby. Happy New Year. Johnny, Happy New Year. Thank you. I was hoping that you were on the call. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Uh, Yeah, I was a little late getting on this morning, but all is well. That's great. I'm glad that you – thank you for coming on, Johnny. We love your energy. And now how is your sister? Uh, She's same condition. Uh, They moved her Mm -hmm. back to a hospital facility for better treatment, so Mm -hmm. we're hoping that that will make a difference. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, we're definitely, we sent you some love and light in your Much appreciated. That. Oh, yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. So we're looking forward to um, hearing good news from you. There are people on the call in, in our yes. communities that yes. some things are happening. Yes, hey, sis. Hey, I only have a second. Can you tell Miss Johnny, please, what's coming her way? Love you. Miss Johnny. Okay, we'll do. Miss Johnny. I'm here. John, all right. Well, you should get some, you should get some sweet potato biscuits today. I've been waiting for you to call all, my sister sent those to you on Thursday. So you were supposed to get them on Saturday. So you should get them by, she, she called this morning and had a message on my my phone at 445. I looked at my phone at 445 this morning and I see a message from my sister. And she said, Miss Johnny's biscuits are in Atlanta <laughs> and that they should be to her by 12. I so I wasn't going to go. So, so when you came on, would you say? I can't wait to go check the mailbox. I'm going to be, I'm on my bike right now. I've got seven more minutes. And when I get off from here, I'm going straight to the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I kept asking you when we talked last week. I said, Johnny, I said, so you're going to be home for a couple of days. I had to do it slick, though. I couldn't just come out and say, Johnny, you're going to be home for a couple of days because I didn't want your brain to be. Well, why is she asking me that? And so I had to be like, I had to kind of, you know, kind of uh, like fluff it up a little bit and have some other kind of conversations. <laughs> you did. But I, I heard you say that. I heard you say that, but it didn't even register to me. Why are you know it? I asked you twice, and I said, you're going to be there until like, you're going to be there a couple of days. <laughs> and you would say, oh, yeah, I'm going to be here a couple of days. I said, well, enjoy yourself. <laughs> and I'm saying, so then Saturday came, and I said, Johnny still hasn't texted or called. The biscuits hasn't shown up yet, because I know once you get them, you would call me right away. Yeah. But I was, yeah, but I called my sister, and I said, sis, I said, I was talking to Johnny, or she was on the call, because my sister wasn't on the call, because remember, we had it on a Wednesday last time, and uh, so we could get it in for this, you know, before I took the break, and it was Christmas on, on Monday, so I said, we'll do it on Wednesday, and remember, in that in that call, you said, I sure would like to have some of those biscuits. Just <laughs> say that. And so I called my sister and I said, you know, Johnny, over the years, she's been so generous. She got me my magic wand. She she sent me some money. <laughs> she said she's just done 
so many thoughtful things and you just, you know, gift baskets and things. And I said, I really, I said, she said she wanted some biscuits. I said, and I know my sister's been, you know, it's on her vacation. And I, I said, so I said, after you come off vacation, I said, I want to purchase some uh, for her. And, uh, but anyway, she sent them to you. I did not purchase them, by the way. She, she just said, oh, I'll, I'll get those right out. I said, sis, you're on vacation. She said, oh, no problem. No problem. I'll, I'll, I'll make them up today. And that's exactly what she did. So she made those up. And she had other ones in her freezer, which she could have sent you, but she, I don't know why she didn't. But she, 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 she cooked up a fresh batch of biscuits. And uh, you should, they're, they're beautiful, packaged up, and um, you should get them by, by noon. Okay, well, I'm definitely getting ready to go check, so I really do appreciate it. <laughs> so please take a picture of them. Let me know that you got them, but she, uh, Ms. she Johnny, things out. Miss I hope you enjoy them. I'm on a, I'm on a conference call right now. But it says by eight o'clock tonight, so okay, you'll get them fine. then. Okay, I okay. You have so a perfect much. day. You're welcome. Enjoy them. Thank you. I'm cooking okay. a pot of, of um, turkey vegetable soup, so they're going to go perfectly with that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Love you, sis. Bye. I love you too, sis. Thank okay. you for your generosity. Oh, we yes. really appreciate you. it. You're yeah, welcome. But yeah, but I was telling my sister, I said, sis, I said, you know, I know you can't send Miss Johnny the shrimp and grits. And I told her that on the phone. I said, because those shrimp, you can't play with seafood. It'll, you know, don't want to kill anybody. That's and, right. Uh, but, I, but I said, but now she said she wanted some of those biscuits. <laughs> so now that we can, that we can oblige. So I'm glad <laughs> that, yeah, so I'm glad. And then I thought about, because I'm feeling kind of, you know, I said, I don't want to be working my sister on her, on her vacation. And then I thought about making the biscuits. And then I said, well, I don't want to do that because that's my sister's business. You know, so I don't want to overstep and say, oh, I made the biscuits and sent them. And I said, because Miss Johnny said she wanted my sister's biscuits. She made, she, and I think I can cook, but I said, I haven't perfected that. So uh, there you go. So now you're going you're gonna to get your biscuits. Thank you, so and may I also thank you for Rob for the referral and great, uh, greatly appreciate being able to uh, be a part of his mother's birth, 99th birthday celebration. Wow. So thank you again. Thank you. And you know what, Johnny, share with the, with that you couldn't just do a regular, um, so kind of share what Rob wanted because it wasn't just a regular uh, happy birthday. Yeah, he specifically wanted his family members to be a part of the song, so he provided mm -hmm. their names, he provided oh, some tidbits about his mother, and I just went into meditation and was given the exact words to use in celebrating her life, all that she contributes to others, and I'm just grateful for the, it was an opportunity to learn to listen for me. And I'm wow. thankful that it turned out really, really, I believe that it turned out well. And he said that his family was enamored by the end result. So I'm so thankful. 
Oh, Johnny, that is just beautiful. So, see, she had her writing a whole new song. So it wasn't just happy birthday. So, and I'm glad that he compensated you. I'm, I'm glad, but yeah, yeah that's he Rob. Certainly did. You know, Rob, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob, yeah, Rob is, yeah. So I'm, I'm happy that he did that because that's a, you know, that's a lot of work. And creative work is not like just regular kind of work. Is you got to sit down, you got to think, you got to. It has to come together. So it's, it's a very, it's pretty demanding. But Johnny, you're like, like I, I, what I do. I always just ask spirit, even if there's something on the computer I don't understand. I'll just sit there in front of the computer, and I'll just ask spirit. I say, okay, how can I get this over here? <laughs> what can I do? I do the same thing with my phone. I'll stare at my phone, and I'll say, okay, how can I do this function? And then that voice will say, do this, do that, do that. And I go, wow, wow. So all of us can do that. Everybody on this call, you can call on that energy help you whatever you call it you can call it god jesus lord but it is a real thing so johnny thank yeah. you thank you thank you congratulations on that that's just going to help you be even more the more of creative force than you already are truly is and it taught me that we all are already equipped with what we need to do to serve or give our gifts and just being able wow. to be still enough to trust the instinct or the nudge or the intuitive hit and just go with it. God always knows what the end result will look like. And I'm so thankful. I'm complete. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you for sharing that because we have a lot of creative people on this call. Uh, Whether you're creative, you think, or you're creative, you're not, you are co-creating your life. Uh, So, um, and your life is a song. It's the key, like a key. It's a note in the in the con- concert or symphony of the universe, we are all a note in that divine, beautiful orchestra. Mm-mm-mm. So is any anyone else that – so, Johnny, are you complete, sweetie? Yes, I am. Thank you so much. All right. My pleasure. And enjoy your biscuits and have one for me. <laughs> is there anyone else on the call that – has a comment or testimonial. Happy New Year, Miss Naima. Hey, there's our beloved Sabra. How are you doing, sweetheart? I'm good. I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Yep. Excellent. Yes. So you want to share anything of your escapades? Oh, I just love some of those pictures you sent me. Absolutely beautiful. You want to share? (laughs) I I hope to to share some more. I was lucky enough to do some travel um, during the holidays, and I got a chance to see Brussels. And I wasn't going to go. Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to go, you know, because I've been strapped lately. And um, but it's the new year. My wife said, "Hey, it's the same amount of money whether you're here or whether you're there." We went on points and hotel rooms and had friends. And I had a friend from D.C. Well, she had a friend from D.C. in Brussels that works for the Pentagon. So she hosted us and took care, good care of us and took us out. And then I had met that family three or four years ago in Paris. Mm-hmm. We went to see them. 
And I mm-hmm. called a friend and said, the ticket from from uh, Brussels to London is about $90. And I called a friend that I had that they called beef with. Um, I fell out with one of my good, good friends. Maybe, I don't know, something happened. She didn't come to the wedding. And I haven't really hung out with her since the wedding um, because she didn't show up. And um and it was one of my closest, nearest, and dearest. And uh, we haven't really been quite the same since, but mm-hmm. I felt bad being that close. And I sent her a note. I said, listen, uh, it's only $90 a round trip, but I can't make it to I can't make it to London this year. Uh, this trip was all we had in the tank. And I will, you know, hopefully – and then I'll never I told her I'll never come this close to your country again without visiting with you. You know, I didn't want her mm-hmm. to see a picture and feel slighted. You know what I mean? Because if you go to mm-hmm. if you go to Rochester and your friends in Schenectady are gonna be like, wait a minute, Naima, you're so close. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, too close. So I yeah. knew that she would be aware that I would be that close, and I said, hey, I can't make it, but next time I promise I'll put it in the budget before we even leave. Mm-hmm. This was a last minute mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. and wouldn't you know? I never even heard of this before. The plane caught a flat tire, and uh, they called us the day before and said, listen, you will be stuck in London for 18 hours. And because of our our inconveniencing you, we will provide you with a hotel room and a food voucher. So after I I sent her that note three days, before so so it was yeah. a genuine note and then i called her back the day the day of and said hey i'm actually gonna be in london for three and from three thirty till 5 a.m the next morning so if you i don't care what time you work to what what you get off i'd love to meet you my wife and i would love to meet you and your son if you want to make it out to the hotel they got a a buffet or something and a, and, a, and we can hang out in the lobby at the hotel and uh, she ended up coming and showing us how to catch the subway, and she took us to downtown because we had so much time on our hands. We made it to yeah. dinner by 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 uh, nine o'clock, and they had a food voucher, and it was like we never we never missed a beat. Our son hugged me, who I hadn't seen him since he was two years old. I know this young man couldn't. And then how old is he? How old is he now? Well, he's at least six three. I don't know how. Old. Oh, so he's grown. Woo. Yeah, he's grown now. Uh, yeah, uh, like to play soccer, which football they call it, of course. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I, he hugged me like like I was a regular uncle. You know what I mean? So he's heard the stories, and that was nice. And then she showed up after she got off work. He came. He was getting his hair cut maybe a mile away. So he showed us how to catch the subway. And uh we saw the double-decker buses and all the other stuff I haven't seen in a bazillion years based on that, uh, the plane having a flat tire and us getting a free visit to a whole nother country. So it was wow. very, it was very wonderful. But, and, but um, you know what I come away with that is that you followed your intuition, your gut feeling, your first mind, and you sent that, that letter. So you were sitting, you were, 
I'm just saying it was it was it unfolded divinely. But keep going. No, that's it. So you know, sometimes I'll step out on faith. I didn't have you know a, a lot of currency, and it's happened to me once before in, in the '90s. I had eighty dollars, and I went to Jamaica. Uh, mm-hmm. with, I said eighty dollars in New York or eighty dollars in Jamaica. I felt like the eighty dollars would go a lot further in Jamaica than it would in New York City. <laughs> and this was a similar holiday because, you know, mm-hmm. me and my wife don't exchange gifts a lot of times if we take a trip and mm-hmm. she had these points. Mm-hmm. So she could either mm-hmm. go to Austria by herself or, or, or Brussels, both of us together. So mm-hmm. she had enough points to do that. And that was, I've never been. And I based my children's books, I really like the Smurfs and the toys that they made. So I made toys mm-hmm. just like the Smurfs. And now mm-hmm. I got to see where they came from and a history mm-hmm. of the museum. And, and they're from Brussels. That's where it originated, Smurf Forest. And I don't need a, a lot. I'm in, I'm happy just, you know, a lot of people talk trash about window shopping, but that's that's exciting mm-hmm. to me. So I don't need to do well, much. I mean, where, where, you were, where you were taking those pictures were absolutely beautiful. It was gorgeous. You know what? Um, maybe that's a story for another day, but I will tell you this. Um, we went to have a holiday drink, as we always do, uh, at, mm-hmm. at a really nice restaurant. And the couple next to me, the couple next to us sat down and they were, I said, oh, they're sitting all the English people together because they spoke English and we spoke English. And they happened to be next to us. And uh, we were just there for one. We said we could do one drink and one and done. My wife likes a holiday drink. And um, and then all the fancy rest of the hotels, they do something special like uh off the menu or peppermint stick or a little something, but we just like the lights and the pretty, the pretty pictures. Mm-hmm. That's what you saw that that fourteen foot Christmas tree. So we'll go to the hotel mm-hmm. and have a nice, a nice moment, even if it's just they usually give you olives and and mm-hmm. and nuts and a, maybe some chips or something like that. We might get a hot cocoa and then mm-hmm. she might do something alcoholic if she sees it. Mm-hmm. And this man had a hotel, had a restaurant in. He said he closed down his restaurant. They were there for their 10-year anniversary, and mm-hmm. they had a, a restaurant in San Diego. And one of the girls had sued him because she didn't get a break, one of the waitresses. And he said mm-hmm. he closed down the restaurant. She sued him for three hundred and won $350,000 because she didn't get a 15-minute break at the mm-hmm. restaurant. I said, my goodness. And... Mm-hmm. He was in a great mood. He said, I got another restaurant in Chicago, and I was looking to close this one down. We're going to go to Miami. And I said, well, happy anniversary. I said to my wife, I wish we could have bought them a, a anniversary drink, but it was too much at the at the hotel we were at. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we went to pick up the bill, uh, they said, oh, Mr. Robert was very – because they were staying at the hotel. We was just go, We just went to see it. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Robert and his uh, wife uh, said that they wanted to pick up your tab and anything else that you guys are would like to drink or eat here uh, is on them. They had a lovely time sitting next to you waiting for their table. And, they, and, and he was wow. gone. He was gone. He had wow. left. And I'm thinking wow. I wish I could – 
I could send him. So we ended up. I sent a thank you card to the to the uh, hotel where he was staying because that we were in the lobby, so I knew where they were staying. But to yeah. to be able to be in a great mood after losing three hundred fifty thousand dollars and and That's still bubbly, and cheerful, and generous. Yep, and generous enough to pick up a stranger's tag. Yep. Yeah, because he could have sat there and complained about what happened and and how the person took advantage of them, and I gave her a job. And but she, that's why I was saying, and I don't know if you heard uh, or you were on the call, but at one point in our in our in our session, I was just saying, you can determine what meaning you're going to put on anything, and you have the power to not allow anything to disrupt you and steal your joy. And that's a prime example. And I also said that people that, and it's not that it's not real wealthy people, it's not real poor people, it's just a consciousness where people just say, okay, I'm not going to allow that to disturb me. What next? And that's what he did. Okay, that girl did that. I got to shut this down. $300,000. I'm sure he was not happy, but he just said, I got another. And then. Then to still have the the kind of heart that he had, because you just had met him, and he could have had a, a lack consciousness. Well, I just lost that amount of money. I don't have any money to be spending on anybody. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna treat. I'm not gonna pick up anybody's tab. But see, it's a state of consciousness. He wasn't allowing his experiences on the exterior to make him or him to go into the frame of mind of a disgruntled kind of a person. It's always a choice. Always a choice. Because everybody gets taken advantage of. Everybody gets, you know, run off the road. All of us have those experiences. But it's just the way you decide to respond to them. And that that's such a beautiful demonstration of, Money didn't control him. I love this artist, Tim McGraw, and he has his latest song is that um, is he saying that the clock on the wall and his bank account doesn't determine how he feels. And he says he wants to live a life where there's a standing room only is the name of the song. Standing room only, meaning that when he goes, standing room only, and he says, and when you look back, he wants you to see a procession of cars that will say what kind of person he was. And he's talking about forgiving quickly and moving on and being in love and say more yeses than noes. But I love the song because what the song is saying is did be the kind of person that people remember for a beautiful thing. And let it be standing room only when you leave this world. Mm. And when people are going to follow your casket, if you decide not to get cremated or whatever, but when they are coming to see you or leaving, the procession will be very, very long. And so it's called Standing Room Only by Tim McGraw. Wow. I love it. And so that man, he knows, he doesn't know how long he has to live, but he's not allowing that to make him bitter or 
angry to a certain degree where he's going to take it out on himself first and then delegate it out to everybody else he he comes in contact with. Because he could have been a grumpy old person there. And people would have, the world will say, you have every right. See, that's what the world does. The world said, oh, you have every right to be angry. You have every right to do what you did to that person because they did that. But see, that's why those books tell us, don't be of this world. You can be in the world, but don't be of it. Don't, 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 don't have the mentality that the world has. That's why we got so many wars because of our mentality. But just think if we really loved each other. Just think if we saw the good and the God in everybody. We wouldn't be able to kill anybody. If you see the good and the God in, the, in people, if you see the, the, the sanctity of people, you wouldn't be able to curse them out, even if they cursed you. Because you say, even though this person did that to me, that person, I'm really even going to give them more compassion and empathy because they don't even know who they are. They don't even know that they are that they are an extension of God. They're walking around here like like they're just a nobody, that they're just something. But I know who they are. So I'm going to respect you even though you have not respected me. I may be a little perturbed about it, like, wow, that guy did that. You know, he said that to me. Wow, he, but I, I won't get on the same page. Because it once you see once you're awakened, once you know, then you're going to be held accountable more than a person that's asleep. So those of that are awake know that God is in everybody. And once you know that, no matter where everybody else goes, you can't go there with them because you say they're ignorant. They, they that's why Jesus when he was crucified, he said. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Because when I would listen to that, my father preached that, I said, Daddy, I said, if I was Jesus, I would be throwing down, I would be telling my father, <laughs> throw down some, some, some lightning bolts, kill all these people. I tried to help them, and they got me up on the cross. Kill them. But what did he say? He said, Father, forgive them not what they do. <clears throat> now, it took me a long time to figure out what that meant. I go, Oh, now I see. In their own ignorance, they didn't know what they were doing because they didn't even, they were so ignorant, they didn't know to, to the degree of what they were done, what they called themselves. They don't even understand they paid a cost. They think they're doing it to you, but in their own ignorance. They have done it to themselves. That's what that um, scene in Color Purple is about. When she looks at that guy, already been done to you. You thought you were doing something to me? Mm -mm. Already been done to you. And that's what you've got to understand. Whatever you're doing, and you think you're doing to someone else, you're doing it to yourself. So what a what a beautiful story. What a, I mean, what a beautiful sharing. Thank thank you so much. Uh, and if you have anything else you want to say, you go right ahead. I just wanted to kind of um, expound on that consciousness that that man had, because uh, that is quite a feat for him to 
still be able to enjoy life and not become a victim of like, oh, what look what happened to me. Wow, beautiful. And I had enough nerve to pick up your tab and say that you guys could eat, you guys could get some other stuff too? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And we did. I didn't overdo it. I sure wanted to. <laughs> but we didn't overdo yeah. it. And I, you know, I, I, we, we, we had one more and enjoyed a little bit more, the piano player, and, and then we left shortly. But, uh, it was, it was, um, it was a, a powerful gesture, especially me. I had been through a overdraft a couple times during the holidays. I had to straighten it out with the bank, and you know, just it's, it's, it's when you are when things are going. I live a, I live, you know, I live a. I had to, I live a rich life. You know what I mean? Whether it's financially rich or yeah. just yeah, rich with do. people, and you have to yeah. acknowledge that yeah. and see, you know. It, it's confusing sometimes for me. You know, I, I hit you a day or two ago going through some changes because it, it is confusing to say, hey, why am I here? What am I doing? And, you know, I should, I should you know, I could just stay home under the pillow. And um, mm-hmm. that's, that's not that's not the right thing. You know what I mean? I I, uh, I took some great deep breaths and, and, and it was it was amazing. One of the things he said about the young people, though, he said good part of the reason he was closing the restaurant was not the lawsuit, but the last time he hired a hostess, she walked out when she found out she had to answer the phone. She didn't want to, she didn't want to, she didn't want to interact with people. Welcome to Devil Sandro's, how can I help you? She said, the phone is ringing. I don't know what to do. And he wow. said, what do you mean? Pick it up. She says, oh, oh no, I didn't, I, I, who's call? We don't even know who's calling. I'm, I'm, she said it was too much anxiety. The girl walked out this right after training, the first night open of the restaurant that she was working, because they're wow. so not used. They're used to texting and not really interacting with real people. Mhm. Mhm. And you and, see, that's uh, why AI is going to. And what's happening is that she, after a while, they won't need as many working bodies because. Um, you know, a machine will just the machine has has no has no emotional emotional uh, any emotions. So if so if a, if a client gets angry or curses the thing out, it just will do what it does. But when you have humans with humans, it gets where you have to be. It's almost like we couldn't say it when I was in in in, in management, but it's almost like you babysit. You know, it's almost mm-hmm. like you, you're babysitting, where the people are almost trying to act like you're their mother, and they're trying to take 15 more minutes of a break, and they're trying not to come to work, and you know, and they give you so many excuses, and you know, it's, so I, I even think maybe the people nowadays, whatever age group this is, they didn't have like maybe many experiences that people that are older than them where we really kind of had to show up. We we had to participate. We, you know, everybody didn't get an award. <laughs> if you didn't, if you didn't come in third, they're not going to give you a fourth, fifth and sixth, seventh and eighth, an award. Everybody can't <laughs> be a winner. Right. But now that they said that whole self-esteem, um, 
program that they had where everybody, every kid had to get a, a an award, that has been detrimental to our society because life is not like that. If you work and you progress, you do certain things, you get a certain reward. The world, the natural state of being isn't even that. I mean, um, so most, I guess, people are trying to expect to get a payoff for little to no work. Because when I was at school, you know, I, I they gave me an award and I came in eighth instead of and what what else that does, Sadler and whoever else is on the call, is it stops you from being ambitious and trying. Because when you fail and you you fall, you do like a baby. You just keep getting up. You just keep getting up. You just keep getting up until you learn how to walk. The baby doesn't say, oh, I've fallen a hundred times, so I'm not going to walk again. The baby never sits there, and, and he, the baby never sits there discerning, oh, I fell five times, I'm, I forget it. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to get up and try to walk. No, the baby at every stage, whether it's trying to take its own bottle, whether it's trying to crawl, it keeps, keeps, keeps at it until it gets it done. And what that whole self-esteem program has done as we've been trying to make people feel good and not allowing them to grow. It's like the caterpillar. Um, most of you have heard this story. The man saw the caterpillar trying to get out of its, its um, cocoon. So the man thought he was helping the caterpillar. So what he did, he kind of cut the 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 cocoon to try to help the 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 butterfly to get out of the cocoon. But what he didn't understand it was the process of the butterfly stretching its wings inside of the cocoon that was making the butterfly stronger every time the butterfly was trying to get out and expand his wings. It was just making him stronger and stronger. So as he's breaking out, it was exercising that, making him stronger and stronger. So when he got out of the cocoon, he would have the muscle or the capacity to then fly. So what the guy, what this man did is he cut the cocoon away, and the butterfly came out and just fell. It fell yeah. over and died because yeah. in, you took away the process, the natural process of the of the butterfly to exercise its muscles and its wings to become stronger. So when he did break through, he could fly. And he's thinking he's helping him, but he, what he did, he killed it. Because there's wow. a process of everything, and we're all going through that process, all of us, me too, all of us, because I'm human, I'm a spiritual being, but I'm having human experience, all of us, we're all having that cocoon type of experience where we are desiring to go to another level of living, an experience, and we are in our cocoons, and we're, we're flapping our wings pushing that cocoon away from us so we can fly. 
And that's why sometimes people do more harm than good trying to help a person. They're, 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 they're cutting them off their knees because every time you fall, every time something happens to you and you've got to get back up, the next thing that happens to you, you remember, oh, I got up before. But if somebody's always preventing you from falling, you never will have the confidence to say, oh, I can do this. No, I can get this thing done. So it's just an opportunity for us to to um, to grow and expand. And uh, I'm just knowing that Mr. Sadler on the phone, him and his wife, all of that stuff is not happening because of a coincidence. I just want you to know they are an amazing couple. And every time Sadler goes somewhere, whether he has a ton of money or not, they always have the best experiences. Whether you're, you went to Paris, whether you go wherever you go to Mexico, different places are all over Sadler, you, it, it's always you and your, your wife gets, that you guys get blessed. All the time. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You, so you think that's a coincidence? You just sit next to a person, and and then they just, and then you send the little letter or the text three days ahead, and then, <laughs> and that's why I'm saying the universe will make it happen, even if it has to have a tire go flat on an airplane. Do you understand that how magnificent that is, Sadler? I've never heard of you that. You wanted to go. You wanted to go to see that lady, that girl. You wanted to repair that relationship. And in your desire, you were prompted to then send her a note telling her, I'm in your area. I'm just not able to get to you, but I just want you to know that if I could, I would. And then you set that all in motion. I want you to understand that. It's no happenstance and no accident. And then all of a sudden, I, you, did, I, you probably didn't get angry. You didn't probably say, oh, man, I don't have enough money to go there. I just get, I'm just tired of living like this, and I want this, and I want that. I'm pretty sure you didn't kind of have that kind of conversation. You just say, I'm not able to go. I'd like to go. And then you, then you let it. You let it go. And that's when, that's when the universe can pick it up and take it to another level for you. That was not, I want you to understand, that was not luck. It wasn't happenstance. The only reason why people call it luck is because they just don't know how this universe works. So they have to say it's luck because we don't know exactly how everything is clicking because we're in this realm. But by you doing that, the universe made it so, oh, you want to go there, Sadler? Oh, you want to repair that that, that um, relationship? See, that's a heart thing. That's love. That's a heart thing. And because of the intention that you wanted to do that in, the universe says, oh, I can work that out for you. 
Oh, that's what you want to do? Okay. Well, I'm going to work it out so much for you that when, (laughs) when you, when, when you go there, you're not even going to have to worry about staying in a, because you know, it could have happened and you stayed in the, in the airport all night. Because you know that, that happens to people too. Where the, yeah, the plane goes down or something, you got to just stay in the, in the hotel. I mean, up in the, they're in not the airport, required. Right? They're not required to buy your hotel. And that's a, what, 200 passengers? They're not required to do it. We looked it up. There's no law saying they got to put you somewhere. Right, right. So, 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 okay. So serendipitously, you get on an airline that they actually care about their, their, their passengers. <laughs> then you get to stay at a hotel. Then you get fed. That is so miraculous. Do you know all the stuff that had to line up for that to happen? Because how many flights go in and out of there, but it happened on your flight? Mm. Oh, yeah, honey. That was no accident. That's why I said, when you want, even the things that we want to do sometimes, we don't put a lot into it. You don't go and get your rosary beads. You don't write it down 59 times, I want to do this. You didn't, you didn't go in the corner and write down 50 times, I want to go to, I want to go to London. I love to go to London. Oh, God, I want to go to London. I want to go to London. Did you? No. I mean, how many times did you say I'd like to go to London? How many times did that go in your head? Just to the, just to, in that one email. Uh-huh. Just in that one email. Yep. So you didn't have to do any mantras. You didn't have to do any uh, meditating and say, oh, God, make this happen for me. I want to go there. Oh, please, please. You didn't have to do any of that, huh? Yeah. No. It, it, it's just it's just amazing. I'm just so happy you shared that because that, that, that didn't even inspires me even more because I think I had shared with you. I think, I think I shared with you, Sabra, about that time my husband's a grandmother passed. And um, he was he was working in commission or something a long time ago, and uh, we both couldn't go. That's what I thought. I said we both can't go, but I said he's he got to he's got to go because his mother, grandmother was very instrumental in his upbringing. And I said, nah, he's got to go. So uh, that call came in at about twelve two o'clock in the morning. And we stayed downstairs, and he was real sad and everything, and we stayed there. And then at about maybe 5 o'clock, something like that, we said we better go to bed because he had to go to work in the morning. And I had some work to do, too. And we, I said, so we need to go to bed. And everything, when I was getting ready to go up the stairs, that spirit in me said, don't you go upstairs. Call the airline. Call the airline now. And then I said, well, no, because sometimes I'll say that to my intuition. No, I don't want to do that. I'll just call him later in the morning. I'll call him about nine or ten. When I tried to put my my put my foot on the first step, it was so strong that I didn't. I don't even think I landed that foot. I think I just turned around, just put it on the floor, and went back in the living room, grabbed up the phone, call now, call now. I called now. I'll make a story short. Told the girl that my husband lost. His uh, grandmother called a couple of airline places, 
found this one place. She said, oh, okay. Well, I said, yeah, and he's got to go into Tennessee and, you know, and um, she said, all right. And, and I told, she said, she said okay, we'll hold, miss, hold, hold. I said, okay. She came back. Oh, miss. Oh, I found, I found a companion to fly free. I found what? a companion can fly free. Yeah, that's what I said. I have been flying for years. I never heard of that. Companion can fly for free. I said, oh, but the caveat to this is what the really important part was, was so similar to what you're saying, how you just kind of say something and let it go. I was on the phone while she had me on hold. I just said, oh, God, I wish I could go with my husband because I really think he would need my support. If anybody knows my husband, he's like a teddy bear. He's a real sweetie. And so <laughs> he is. He's just a cutie pie. He's just sweet. And I said, I know he would really need me to be there with him. But I, that's all I said. I said, well, I would really like to go because my husband would really, I think he really needs me to be there. That lady came back on. That young girl said, I found a companion. A flight, I mean, companion ticket, and you could go with your husband. I said, I could. I said, I said, I said, how much is the companion ticket? He said, it's free. I said, oh my goodness. I said, we'll book it. Yes, we'll take it. We'll take it. (laughs) We just had to pay like the $300 just for him. So the next morning, next day, Alim calls me. He says, honey, see if we can leave a day later. He said, because he's on 100% commission. And he said, I probably could sell a couple more cars and have more money when we go. So I called on down there. It was American Airlines. I still have the tickets around here somewhere. I used to take them when I used to do, you know, uh, workshops and stuff on, like, miracle stuff. So I I said, I called. I said, um, I'd like to change my tickets um, because, you know, I'd like to change it from this day to that day. So the lady, the new lady says, Okay, well, what's all your information? I gave her the information and everything. That lady came back on the phone after she had me on hold. She said, ma'am, she said, if you change this ticket, you're going to lose the companion ticket. And she said, I just want to let you know we're going to honor this companion ticket, the free one. But she said, I don't know where that girl got, I don't know where she got this from. We don't have companion tickets. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. She said, we don't offer companion ride-free tickets. So she said, Not if good. you change, you're going to lose this ticket. But we're going to honor it because it's been already delegated, you know, given to you, all the information and everything, because I paid for it. Paid for his ticket. They came along with my ticket. <laughs> I've been flying ever since that's been probably about 27 years. I fly a lot. I used to fly a lot. Have I ever got another companion ticket? Has anybody ever offered me another companion ticket going back east? No. So that's what I'm saying to you. I'm saying to you, Sadler, it is no coincidence that wherever you and your wife go, you guys, what they call, get blessed <laughs> because of your heart. That's why it always works out for your highest good. That's what that means. 
when you're praying, I just want it to work out for my highest good. Uh, professors the same way. It's no, it, it's not a coincidence that wherever he goes, oh, well, you know what? Right now we can put you up in a suite. Well, we can do this for you. You know, always some kind of little perk, always some way that something's working out for your highest good. Unexpected good, unexpected money, unexpected, unexpected, and that's what you So I want everyone on this call to realize that what happened to Saddle, he put it into motion, is because he wanted to go to London. And then when he went to London, he didn't have to be there for two or three hours and tell the girl to come down to the airport. I could step out of there for a while or you could come and we could have like a little drink, but you'd have to come into the airport. No. No, you're going to be there for oh, really a day. And you're going to have a hotel where she could meet you at. I mean, and then you had enough time to even go into London and enjoy the city. And that, the sun was getting a haircut. Is. And the sun was getting a haircut 15, 20 minutes away at the father's oh. barbershop. It was the, and so he was able to escort us back and show us how to navigate. And it wasn't a... It wasn't no shabby hotel either. It was a something called a Radisson Blue, which is supposed to be nicer than a regular Radisson. It was gorgeous, and uh, wow. it was just just a just a blessing on top of a blessing. And I was feeling a little melancholy when it happened. You know, sometimes you have these friends yeah. that you fall out with, and and she didn't really do anything, but but it was just yeah. the the whole situation just never really healed itself. So it, I think yeah. it was supposed to be. It was meant to be. And, oh, well, and you no got... kidding. No kidding, honey. No, that was, that was, that's what they call divine, like what is what they call a, a divine meeting. It was divine. That was what you call that. Because the, the likelihood of a, in fact, I've never, uh, all of the flights I've ever had, I there was never a, a flight that they said that, that they had a flat tire and that I had to stay in a hotel somewhere. Never. And, and you know, that's what I used to do as a profession almost is flying all the time. I was a county executive, and my territory was Washington State, Oregon State, Nevada, Arizona, Southern California. And a couple times I even flown out to um, Palm Springs. Because I just didn't want to drive. I would always fly to, to Vegas. I never, when I was, you know, because, you know, they pick up everything. So I'm not going to drive, even though I had a company car. But I'm, I'm no, that's too far. Because I'm with myself, you know. Um, so, but out of all those times, and I would have to fly a couple of times a month for years. <laughs> I never had that where there was something happened with the with with the tire and now yeah, they said we can't jack it up there. like an automobile we got to oh, no. test it and change yeah. it and make sure everything is on the up and up so yeah yeah and then yeah and then i was traveling quite a bit when i was with the donald trump i don't even want to say that but it used to be the learning <laughs> annex and then it became the donald trump tour um oh yeah and i was flying all the time then and um I never didn't have that happen either. So that was a divine appointment. That's what it's called, a divine appointment for you to have to to just meet with her again and um, and create a different experience. 
and let go of the old one. Just that's just so you just you and your wife are just magical. That's all I have to say. Just magical. Oh. Some of the things that you do, and you are very wealthy. And I want all of us to re- recognize: do not for one moment categorize yourself as I don't have, I'm strapped, I don't have that much money. None of that language. I'm just not able to do that right now. That's not convenient. That's the language you want to say. That's not convenient for me to do it right now. Oh, I'll do that in the future. I got some things to take care of. But any kind of word that 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 kind of amplifies a lack of anything, uh, you you want to change that word out for a word that is going to be where oh we're not. We're not able to do that right now. Don't go into any explanations. Or I can't do that because, you know, I want to, I'm saving my money for here. I don't have enough money. Nope. I'm not, I'm not able to do that right now. I'm working on some other things. Some other things are going on. I'm going to, contr- I'm, you know, delegating my funds over here. Uh, now that's, that's wealth talk. That's wealth talk. But you, so you want to, we are all wealthy on this call. I want us all to understand that we are all wealthy, and our wealth is manifesting degree out of degree, unfolding. And that trip that you had, you have to say, if it was tangible funds I had to put down, that trip would have been in the thousands of dollars. See, it doesn't matter if you have the point or the money. It, it's, it's still exchanged. It's still a currency. <laughs> so, so you're very wealthy, uh, my son, <laughs> my brother. <laughs> you are very wealthy. Your lifestyle is very wealthy. What you do is very wealthy. You're an artiste, and you go up in the mountains. You're Oh, I love the time when you were in the bird's nest. Remember that? Oh, my God, that was such a amazing experience i had no clue that that even existed so i love just yeah i didn't even know that there that there are bird nests that you could sleep in stay in and then some of the places you've gone to it's enriched my life quite a lot and i know the people on this call you've enriched us so you're oh. you're very wealthy no really you're very wealthy because where when you go places, you always send me back the pictures. Um, my brain doesn't know if I'm there or if I'm it's in a picture. My brain doesn't know that. My brain is just experiencing it. It's as if I'm there. Because <laughs> whatever you're experiencing, you're experiencing in your brain. So when you're sending me pictures from Brussels, my brain would be doing the same thing it would be doing if I was there. I'm experiencing the sights and the things that you're sending over. I'm not sensing all five sensories and six senses because I have six senses. Everybody does. You know, so I might not be able to smell and feel the air and all of that. But, you know, what did they say? A picture's worth a thousand words, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so I really greatly appreciate and you've shared some of the special places that you go to be creative, to paint or to write. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, you're 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 artists. 
So artists are very wealthy, whether they have a penny in their pocket or not. It has nothing to do with that. Wealth has nothing to do with the amount of money you have in your wallet. It is the quality of life that you can live. That's wealth. And you live a very high quality life, which is beautiful. And you're always around very creative people, which is also lots of wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Sadler, I'm very happy for you. Very happy well, for you. Well, thank you. This look, job hunt begins. We're gonna we're gonna manifest something amazing this year with this oh, income yeah. and, and creation. I'm excited for 2024. I'm ready to soar. Yeah, and write write it down, everyone. Write down what kind of money you want to uh, create for yourself. Um, and, uh, of course, I've been uh, studying a lot in that. I'm saying that visualization, what I said, share with you guys this morning, it is true. Visualization, if you want a shortcut, that's it. Once you can create that vision in your head in detail and you really are, are massaging that every day and projecting yourself out that year, what, how would I want my life to be in a year? And you could do five years and then ten years, but start with a year. Five years, no, one year from now, where, where, where do I want to be? And then you ask the universe, what are some of the things, some of the actions that I need to do in order for that to, to unfold for me? Uh, and then you visualize and you feel yourself in that space. You visualize and feel that amount of money. And, um, um, yeah, so continue to do that. That's a proven, proven thing. That's what Think and Grow Rich is all about. They have a section in there that I, I'm doing it again. That's how I created my cosmetic company. I went to little, with little, uh, no investment from myself. It was just where, and I'm, that that story, they were teaching that, I think, at uh, Arizona State, my, my situation. It's also in a couple of books, Bootstrapping for Entrepreneurs. My story's in there. The story of me and my cosmetic company is also in um, computer, some computer magazine. And that magazine, they interviewed me because they wanted to know how did I create that business with little or no money? And how did I get vendors and um, artists and other people to work with me until I could pay them, like almost six months later. And uh, so I share that story, how I did that. But that was all done in another in another dimension. And every day I was visualizing my product in the Broadway, those of you who remember the Broadway, um, which I started there as a sales girl. So, nobody, so everybody knew that I did not come from wealth and didn't have a lot of money, but I had a dream. And I was passionate, and I would go in my bathroom every night and I would visualize my product in that store, in that store. I had nothing, just that vision. And then I started to uh, do the actions that that energy was telling me to do. And here comes the artist. Here comes the manufacturer who manufactured those goods on a handshake. He manufactured over 200 and something thousand, what about eight, eight, $80,000 wholesale, which is probably, you know, in the 200,000s when he gets the retail end of it. Uh, but his name was Charlie. And uh, he 
he did that on the handshake. Um, and I asked him, I said, well, I won't have any money until the Broadway takes possession of the product. And it will be 30 days after. That's why a lot of people can't survive in retail stores because they can PO you and they can not pay you for 30 days. And some retailers will stall for 30 and 60 and 70 and 80 days and really put you out of business. Um, but that was Sarah, that was a whole thing. That's why when I'm speaking, when I'm sharing with you, Sadler, it's not something I think. No, I know that that is that is a divine appointment that you had, and that was done through your desire and your setting your intention of what you wanted, and then you let it go, and then you let God, and uh, that happened with that cosmetic company. And he he never asked me for any money. He did my samples and everything. Broadway. Oh, Charlie, they need samples. When do you need them, Naima? Oh, I need the samples as soon as you can get them, Charlie. Okay. And I'm sitting, I'm kind of nervous because, oh, my God, if he asked me for a dime, what am I going to say? I don't have any money. But he never did. And why? It's because the universe aligned me with that manufacturer that also was his willingness to work with a startup company that never asked me for any money. Only thing he did was ask me what what go in there in the showroom and pick out all of your the compact that you want your eyeshadows in what kind of what kind of compact or container do you want your lipstick in just pick out all of those things and that's all he asked me to do and give him the colors that i wanted everything else i didn't even have enough money to get the, the from shipped <laughs> when they shipped them from taiwan I called Charlie, and I said, well, Charlie called me and said, well, Naima, the shipment came in. And I said, okay. And he said, well, do you want me to – I said, okay, I'll call the Broadway and let the Broadway know that my, my shipment is in. And then I don't know the details, kind of foggy now, but I, I just said, well, Charlie, um, they're going to need to send roadway trucks to pick them up. And then he said, okay, did he ask me for any money? Well, you know, Naima, you need to pay for the, your product to get from the, the, the warehouse to downtown LA to the distribution center so they could distribute them to, because they opened me in 23 stores. I thought they were just going to open me in the black stores. I just thought they were going to open me in Baldwin Hills, Hawthorne, and maybe a Lakewood or somewhere like that. But, oh, no, we're going to put you in 23 stores. And I'm sitting there going, oh, my goodness. Oh my, I don't even have a sample. All I have is a picture. That's all I have is a picture. I didn't even have any samples. And the buyer said, yeah, we love the idea. Can you get us some samples, Naima? And I'm going, okay, God, now I need to get samples. Before I could even get to my car, get to the car, the one, the lady that was going to represent my company in those stores that I know of a man named Charlie. He loves to work with startup companies. He called him. We went out there. I picked out all of what I wanted my product to be in. He agreed to, and I said, well, Charlie, now they need samples. He made the samples. Dipped them over here. Then I took those down to the Broadway. Then when I took them down to the Broadway, they said, okay, well, we want this amount here. We want this, this. So they gave me the allocation. The allocation came up to $80,000. I called Charlie. I said, okay, I got the allocation. Here is the PO. I can't cash it. Can you 
I said it won't be good until 30 days after they take the possession of my product. Okay, Naima. And I'm sitting here going, OMG, what a story. So anyway, that's that stories in a couple of books, in a couple of magazines. <laughs> and it was on making it um, on Channel 7. They came and interviewed me about my cosmetic company and how I did what I did, how I got people to do the, do a, a uh, service for me and waited to get paid or I gave some people a little bit of payment because I was, you know, I did have a job. So I did kind of give a couple people a couple hundred dollars, but most of the people, they had to wait until I got paid. And then they were willing to wait until I got paid. But I had always wanted that experience because when I was a little girl, I always admired the people that could do a handshake and that your word, you could take your word to the bank. I always admired that. So I always said to the spirit, I said, I want to be that person. I want to be when I do a handshake. People don't have to have me sign contracts, that, you know, to hold me to my word. I want my word to be worth my worth, worth worth my bond. That it would be good enough to take it to the bank, and that that experience helped me um, do that, have that dream, and re and to make it a reality. Because what I did with Charlie, which who who was from Taiwan, but he lived here in in uh, Ontario. He, um, I just shook his hand on a handshake, and when I shook his hand, I said, wow, look at this. I'm doing a deal, a big deal on a handshake, like I always wanted. He's trusting my word. I love it. Nothing like it. Nothing like you saying that you're going to do something, shaking someone's hand, and they don't have to worry about you backing out or changing your word, uh-uh, because you're operating in integrity. So, um so anyway, so thanks, uh, Stadler, for helping me remind, remind myself of that. That, But wow. that's why I'm saying to you that that was a divine appointment. Don't ever think anything is just by luck or it just happened. No. No, it's happening because you put the, the you put that wheel in motion. What a beautiful story. So I want you to remember that story every time you're trying to do something else. So that's what I do. I remember the story. In fact, I got my 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 eye kit right over here where I could see it where it says Naima, um, my product and I still wear my red lipstick. It's called Dramatic Red. And when I put that on, I look at the bottom of it, Naima Cosmetics, and it says to me, "Yep, you did it one time. You can do it again. You can keep doing it because you know what you did to create what you what you have in your hand is tangible." And uh, so with all of us, <laughs> I'm telling us all we we can all do it. We can all do it. So. Just before you go to sleep, write. First, you want to write down what you want to create, and then you want to see it in. You want to see it, visualize it, and then before you go to bed, you want to replay that motion picture over and over and over again. Give that that infinite intelligence something to work on, and you'll be amazed at who will show up in your world that will allow you to facilitate that dream happens all the time. Bezos and all of them, they they can't work that hard to make that kind of money. That's in a different realm. It's in a different realm. So if you want to create something different, you you want to go to a different realm. It's not all about sweat sweating on your brow. That will take you a certain to a certain level, but it will not get you to other levels. 
that you may want to experience. So realize you do have a magic in you, and you are an alchemist, and you are a mystic. Really, you are. Yeah, you are. So anything else, Sadler? No, but I'm glad you said that because at least seven times I've tried to, you know, with the jet lag and things like that, I've tried to visualize myself in the position I want to be and and the person I want to be, and I can't, I don't ever see myself. It's just blank. I can picture a house or I can picture the stairs at the house, but just me, it's been very challenging, so all of us, Anybody else might be having challenges with that, too. I, it just goes blank, and I'll sit there for 15, 20 minutes, sometimes an hour, and I just can't see myself yet. I don't know what that is, but I'll be When, when I ask you to put yourself on, on a screen, can you see yourself on a screen? Yes. Can you see yourself on a screen? Okay, start there. Start seeing yourself on a screen like you're, you're, like you're watching a movie. And see yourself in that movie. See yourself doing all the things that you want to do in that movie. And um, Neville Gardner gives us a, a, uh, a technique. If you want to erase something from your memory, if you want to change the way the vibration is about that memory, he says do a movie and run it backwards. Replay what, what happened and run it backwards. Keep replaying it and run it backwards. Every time you do that, you're kind of erasing it from your subconscious mind. Neville Garter was a deep brother. I'm telling you, he, he's amazing, and uh, he's right. He's right on a lot on everything he he was saying to us. And uh, but with with he and you know he was much way into imagination and visualization, and that's where I began to really start to realize, oh, okay, yeah, that really is working, and it does work, and. What you want to do if you're having issues with actually seeing yourself in the first person, being that person, see yourself on a screen first and keep doing that movie on the screen. But every time you do the movie, I want you to be do more and more detail. See the way what clothes you have on, the shoes, the earrings, the rings, the hat, the hair, the people, your environment. Do like a very defined picture, like you are an artist. That's a great analogy. Thank you, Spirit. Um, is that you're looking at it just, just like um, Marcus would be painting his painting. He starts with a canvas with nothing on it. But every line he puts on it helps bring that picture to life. Every stroke he does with that with that, with that uh, brush. He's bringing that picture to life. And you want to do the same thing. So you see yourself on a screen. And every stroke is an action or behavior or something that will bring that picture to life, to full life. You want to see the clock on the wall. You want to see the you want to see the the dog running past you. Whatever it is to bring that to life for you, you want to do and make it as detailed as possible. Um, yeah, so do that because I've got tons of stories I could share with you on how I moved from one place to another. Um, but I, you know, I know we've been on on the call for a while. Want to be respectful of everybody's time. 
Um, but I, I assure you, you 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 get those images in your head, and you write it down on on a piece of paper. You could even draw it out, whatever it is, and um, get a picture of you maybe at the height of one part in your life when you were when you felt very successful and very good about yourself. Get a picture of that time in your head. And just ask yourself, how did I, how did I move? What was I doing? How did I feel about myself? That will resurrect the feelings that you had of success that is not based on where you are now. And then you tell yourself, if I did it then, I can do it again. I just have to get back into that feeling place that I was in and let go of some issues, some things beating myself up, feeling bad about some choices. I got I got to let that go. It's costing me too much to hold on to that stuff. It's costing my future. It's costing that my now. I've got I'm going to let that stuff go. It's not serving me. So what do you do is you every day, a couple of times a day. Think and grow rich says twice a day at least. When you when you're going to bed at night, and when you wake up in the morning, when you go to bed at night, when you wake up in the morning, you want to project on that screen the life that you desire. And keep doing that, keep doing that, keep doing that. And you'll eventually move into that space because you're connecting. Every time you do it, you're connecting. You're connecting and then you're letting the old self go. You're connecting to that new self. You're letting a little bit of your old self go. Your old doubt, your old limitation. Every time you dream that vision and have that motion picture going, you're downloading that into your subconscious mind, rewiring your mind, and you're letting go of some of the old you. And in order for you to create a new, a new experience, you must be a new being. You have to become new. And that's why the Bible is so right in the things that it's sharing with us because you can't pour old new wine in old sheepskin. That's what that means. Is it the renewing of your mind? That is true. You've got to renew your mind in order for you to have a different reality. If not, you're just going to be playing the old tapes, the old movie, the old recording, the old record, and you're just going to go around that mountain and you're going to experience that same thing again. You're going to get a new job, and you're going to experience that same thing again. You're going to get a new boyfriend, a new wife, a new girlfriend, and you're going to experience that same thing again. Because in order for you to experience something different, you have to be different. Not surfacely, but subconsciously, in order for you to create something different. And visualization will help you to create a new movie, a new tape, new rewiring in your mind. And that is one of the shortcuts to success. That is the thing that will help you go from from peak to peak to peak. You've got to see yourself on the next peak before you get there. Ask uh, Sadler's wife about going up Mount Everest. She had to see that for herself before she could actually do that. And she had to practice moving up the mountain to get that imagery in her head and that faith and that confidence in herself 
oh, I went up Mount Baldy. I did it. I did it in this time. I, I wasn't out of breath. My breath, I was breathing better. Everything is going back into her subconscious mind. Say, okay, I'm ready for Mount Everest. Okay, yeah, because I did that. So, yeah, we can have anything we set our mind to do. But you can't let the distractions get in the way. You can't let that old conversation get in the way of your limited thinking. Oh, yeah, I didn't have that much money, and I did no. I had I had enough money because I did everything I wanted to do and more. Because what I wanted to do had more to do than just the money. But the universe provided whatever I needed. That's why it says, "I am your sufficiency, your support, and your supply." Because it is. You don't have the currency, but you still get to do what you want to do because that is the supplier. It's, it's amazing. I'm about to trust <laughs> anybody else. But, oh, my goodness, it is amazing. It's amazing. So, Sabbath, so you've got that in your gut now? Yes, I do, definitely. And thank yeah, you. Yeah, so see yourself thank on the you screen. That helps a lot. Excellent. Because when you said that, my first thing was, okay, you know what I did? I went straight to the universe. I went straight to the source. I said, how can I help our beloved Sadler? How can I help him? And then the spirit just said, oh, I want to see, can ask him, can he see himself on a screen? And then you said yes. All the time, the answers are in the Kachi files, the Kachi files, I think they call them. Everything that we need is in the file, in the infinite. Just ask. Fast. Especially when you want to do something for someone else. Boy, does it come really fast. Just like that ticket. I wanted to just be there to support my honey. I didn't go into, oh, oh, my goodness, we don't have enough money, and say that kind of, I'm just on the call, I'm not saying, oh, I don't have enough money, I wish I had enough money. All I did, I'm on the call, I'm on hold, and my conversation with with the universe was, boy, I would really like to go with my honey. I really would like to support him because I know he really needs me. He loved his grandmother. Comes back on the phone, oh, miss, I found a companion ticket. And that lady told me, she said, I don't know what screen she was looking at. That's what she said. I don't know what screen she was looking at. And when she said <laughs> that, I said, I know what, I, I said, I know what screen she was looking at. <laughs> wow. I know what screen. I know what screen. I just was praying that the girl didn't lose her job. That's what I was praying then when I found out. Oh, my goodness. That lady came back on. I don't know what screen she was looking at. But I said, I know what screen she was looking at. Yeah, because there's a power greater than man, I'm telling you. When when they when they're saying that you can speak and move a mountain, don't think that that's just a saying. You can speak to the mountain and make it move. But you got to speak to that mountain and say what you want. Yeah. So um, it just pleases me, Sadler, that that I could share that with you, that you can start that process. So you write down the, the amount of money you desire to create this year. All of us, write it down. Stretch yourself. 
stretch yourself a little bit. Don't go, oh, if you're not, if you're not a thousandaire, if you're not a hundred or two hundred thousandaire, don't say, I want to, I want to be a millionaire in a year. That Mr. Johnson taught us peak to peak, you know, start in where you stretch yourself, but where your brain doesn't say that's unrealistic. You're never going to get there. So start with something that stretches yourself. And then once you get there, then you go, oh, now I'm going to stretch myself even more. But you'll have the evidence that you have accomplished. And what I've learned over the years and through other philosophers and and other uh, voices out there and Mr. Johnson, he just would say some people, they give themselves that goal and then they defeat themselves because then when they don't reach that goal, they're so diminished that the next time that they try to reach that goal, they say, oh, I can't do it because I didn't do it last time. So do yourself a favor. Stretch your goal, but don't make it so much of a stretch that you will just kind of sabotage yourself. And write that goal down. And then when you're in the bed, um, I'm, I'm going to share this with you all this morning. I didn't intend to, but I will. Um, I couldn't. I, I woke up at, at like four something this morning, and I couldn't go back to sleep. And I said, "Okay, obviously the universe wants to talk to me." So I'm still in the bed. I'm still trying to go to sleep, but I'm going, "Okay, what's up?" So my goal for this year, Spirit said, "I want you to count out that money." Now, that is a Neville Goddard, Goddard technique that he teaches that whatever amount of money you want, you count it out. You see it being counted to you as you're in that alpha state. You're not up. You're not wholly awake, but you're just about between sleep and consciousness. And he tells you to visualize somebody counting out the money to you. And uh, so that's what that's what that's what that spirit told me to do this morning when I woke up. See the money being counted out to you, ninety one. See it counted out to you. So I actually was laying in the bed, seeing that money being counted out to me, feeling it, and I was even smiling. It was so real. So I'm just sharing that with you all because. I was inspired to, but use your brain to support you in which whatever you want to do, because you could use it to worry, you could use it for stress, you could use it for beneficial, you can use it to visualize what you want, you can use it any way you want, you have the power. So, um, so sadly, when you're seeing yourself in that position, the highest ideal of yourself, you know, ask those questions. I think I said to you guys today because I did something this morning to, you know, over the over the time I had, is that um, I wrote some notes this morning too. What does that version of you effortlessly achieving your goal, see yourself, just seeing you reach your goal effortlessly, and what that version of you looks like? So what would that version look like, Sadler? Who would you be? if you were effortlessly achieving that amount of money 
and ask yourself that every day. Ask yourself that question every single day until you get it to a point where you identify with that self. And then I suggested that five superpowers your ideal self would have. What are the five superpowers yourself would have, your superpower that your ideal self would have? And then five key habits your ideal self would be doing every day. What would that ideal self be doing? Five key things, what key habits would that person do every day, you being that person? Would you be going out exercising three days a week? Would you be going out every day to take a walk? Would you change your diet? What would that very successful person do? And how you can, what you can do is you can actually, which I'm going to do, I'm going to research a couple of people. I'm going to research Oprah Winfrey. I don't know why, but I'm led to research her. I'm going to research her and I'm going to find out, like, what's her daily, what is her daily habits? What does she do? What, what, what does she do? What time does she get up in the morning? What is the first thing she does in the morning? What, what does she do in the day? But I'm going to research a couple people that I have on my list. I'm going to see what they're doing. Like everybody knows on the call, I do believe that I take cold showers. I don't take hot showers anymore. I hate, I mean, I won't say I hate it, but it is uncomfortable. It never gets better. But I, a year ago, I heard that really helps your body. That helps with weight. That helps with stimulation. That helps with a lot of stuff. So every day I get in that shower, I want to turn it on warm. I want to start at warm and then go to cold. But you're defeating your hat. The, the, you're supposed to let the cold water hit your body so it puts it in shock. And <laughs> it does. Sometimes I, I don't want to do that sometimes. But what I do, I call on LeBron James' spirit, and I call Kobe Bryant and Maggie Q. But she doesn't. She takes ice baths. But I call on their energy. As I'm getting in the shower, I go Kobe, I go LeBron, I say Maggie, and then I turn the water on and I'm freezing. But as I'm freezing, washing my body, I'm thinking about all of the benefits that my body and my mind is going to have from this cold shower even longevity. So you have you you want to do the things that you don't want to do, but usually the things that you don't want to do is the very thing that will get you to where you want to go. So what are the five key things? That's one of my key things that I'm that I do. What are some of the things that you want to do that would be your five key things? Then the third is what sense of style does your hot ideal self have? So see yourself the way you would be dressing that ideal self and then with the clothes that you have and with the grooming techniques that you have now, start making that switch. Start making that change. What else do I have? And most important, what do you want when you are being your ideal self? This was what the class that I was taking on visualization, it says the most important is what do you want 
when you are being your ideal self. What do you want or what do you require? And then when you are conducting a task, how would you how would your ideal self do that task? So how would you work with the task that you would be doing, that ideal self, how would they do it? Being that successful you, being that whatever you. And okay. Then it was saying who you pretend to be is who you will become. So that was the last thing he said. Who you pretend to be is who you will become. So Sadler and anyone else on this call, start being that person that you would be if you had the money, if you had the beautiful house, if you had the successful career. Be that being now. Dress like them, talk like them, walk like them, eat like them, do all the habits that that being would do. And if you don't know, go on Google. Google someone that you admire and find out what their daily habits are and just implement them into you and you'll have what they have. So you'll start getting into that, to that, to that vibration. You'll start being in that frequency because if I thought like Oprah Winfrey, I would have what Oprah Winfrey has. Cause she did not have a father that gave her that money. Okay. She built that money on something. She built that money on whatever she was thinking and the actions she took. And that's how she got her money. And you got a brain and you got a consciousness. And you can create what you want as well. You just have to find out what system will work with you. And for those of you that want to coach, you know I coach. So you can hire me. And I will share with you. I will be your accountability coach. And you will share, okay, this is what I did, this is what I didn't do. And we'll find out why you didn't do it. And in my coaching, I'm going to add, which I do add, is that we're going to have the first session, if you just hire me for your coaching, we're going to do an RTT. We're going to do an RTT um, session. And that RTT session is going to be all about you feeling good about yourself, totally for self-esteem. Because when you have self-esteem, self-worth, and you believe you deserve something, You'll get everything else. You won't have to do just the money. And then eventually you can do the money, uh, um, RTT, but where I'm always starting, even with my packages for my, for my money block, uh, blocks and traumas. The first RTT session is going to be on self-esteem, self-worth. Because once you believe you deserve your good, once you believe you're worthy of it, when I do the money block thing, that will be, then that will just break it open really a lot. Because the base of you, the foundation of you will believe, I deserve it. That That's the big block right there. That's a huge block. you got to believe you deserve it and you're worthy of it. So my packages for the RTT, for the, for this, uh, for the um, money blocks, money traumas, the first session is going to be self-esteem, building your self-worth building the way you see yourself, building the way you feel about yourself. Yeah, so I'm I'm very excited, very excited about 2024 for me, and I'm very, very excited 
about 2024 for you. And be watching out because I am going to do a master class. I'm going to do a couple other things. And tell me what you want. You know, call you know, call me, text me, say, hey, Naimo, why don't you do a group, a group session on such and such and, or whatever. Just let me know what you want, and we'll definitely put it together. I'm here to help us all to achieve our goals, our aspirations, and what we require in our life. Because each one of you are so deserving. Each one of us are deserving of that. Yeah, we are. Anything else? Sadler, are you are you um complete? Or are you still yes, have that's more beautiful. you want to say? That's beautiful, Miss Naima. I'm complete. All right, sweetie. All right. And you can call me this week if you're if you need some more help with that, okay? You you can call me if you need something else, okay? Anyone else? All right, well, it's nice being back. And let me see what I'm going to say. My biscuits are here. Are they? They, they are yes. they not? They are here. <laughs> How do they look, Johnny? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. So you got them. I'm happy for you, Johnny. Enjoy them. Call me later and let me know how you enjoy. Or you can call me this week if you want, okay? Yeah, I will. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm so glad drink you're so my welcome, coffee. Johnny. <laughs> Who was that? That's, that's, that's Chevelle. That's Chevelle's daughter. Pooh, is that you? Yeah, so Mommy told me that. She got a notification that they were delivered, so I'm glad that she just confirmed. Yes. Yes, I got them. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> excellent, Thank you. excellent. 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 Awesome. Well, awesome. Enjoy. Awesome. Right. Enjoy, Johnny. Enjoy. I will. Thank you again right. so much. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you for coming on and letting us know. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yes. Yes, and thank you for my. What is? I don't even know what the coffee is called. My mushroom coffee, but I'm gonna. I still have a little bit that my sister gave me for my birthday. And then I'll move into yours. So thank you so much. And so you enjoy the biscuits. All right, All right, sweetie. All right. We love you and thank you. All right. Anyone else? Do we have any other any other um any other comments? Does it does everybody know how to visualize or was or or Sadler was the only one that couldn't see himself? If not, if you if you're having challenges, please give me a call. Um email me and um I'll give you my phone number. I just don't want to give my phone number on this podcast because, you know, this podcast goes all over the world. And uh, so if you want to email me, just email me at one naima naima at gmail.com. And uh, you, I'll share with you how you can, whatever questions you have about visualiz- visualization or the rapid transformational therapy. Uh, other than that, do if no one else has anything to add or to suggest or to share or talk about a demonstration, I will do our goodbyes. Okay. All right. So I just want to thank the world for listening to us last year, and thank you for tuning in and this year. And we are here every Monday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I already gave you my email address if you'd like to get in touch with me for you to join us live 
But other than that, everyone have a fantastic January the 8th, 2024. Let's make 2024 a big, 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 big year for us reaching some of our goals and for us to live our lives fully. Do not wait on your goal for you to enjoy your life. Start enjoying your life right now. Feeling blessed, feeling fortunate, feeling wealthy, feeling prosperous, feeling abundant because you are. All right. Other than that, I will talk to you or we will have our podcast next Monday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And thank you all for joining us. All right. Everyone take care and have a really great day. I'll open up. All right, everyone. Bye. Everyone have a great day. You too, Professor. You too, sweetie. Love you. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Take care.